When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. to decide how you're going to walk out of here when it's all said and done because the game is going to go on and there's only one rule you're going to need to know about there are no second chances there's only this moment and the next moment every one of those moments is a test that you get to take one time and only one time You see an opening, tear into it. If you get a shot at victory, make sure you take it. Seize that moment. That moment is a crossroads where everything you want will collide with everything standing in your way. You've got momentum at your back. Fear and doubt are thundering like a freight train straight at you. And all you got. The only difference between making history and being history, the only thing, the only thing you can count on in any given moment is you. It's you versus them. You versus no. You versus can't. You versus next year, last year, statistics, excuses. It's you versus history. Versus the odds. It's you versus second place. Clock is ticking. Let's see what you've got. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience. Eight minutes past the hour. It's the Rick and Bubba Show, and we welcome you in to another edition. We start a brand new week with you. I'm Speedy. I'm back uh, and uh, enjoying catching up with the guys pre-show. Dialed in for another edition of the Rick and Bubba Show. Eddie Van Adler, he's got things rolling as always. We thank him for being here. It's a good time, gang. Uh, to my right, already got his cup of coffee, drinking like it's, I mean, a cup of water. Uh, he is just down in the coffee. Mr. Greg Burgess. And ready, right there, focused back from Gunnersville last night, it is one Michael Helms. The Good Time Gang is here. A lot on the table today. Uh, we got Will and Meat. We got weekend recaps. We have a lot to discuss, plus your phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG. What's up, boys? How are y'all? Y'all good? Everybody fired up? Uh, good. Ready to go? Yeah. Uh, glad to have you back. Uh, well, I, I'm glad to be back so I can rest. Greg and I can only I'm take good. so much of each other. <laughs> yeah. And we pulled it off, and okay. you know we had fun. Yeah, but I don't know that we could have done two more. Or right. another nah, week. We, yeah, nah, right. he was done with me. Right. He was, you know, he had right. run out of things to make fun right. of. I had no envelope. Do y'all find me as like the referee between the two of you? 
Am yeah, I kind of like the referee yeah. a little yeah. bit? Moderator. Yeah, okay. Yeah, moderator's a good one. Yeah. Moderator, all right. Uh, well, um, thank you all for allowing me to, to be where I needed to be with my parents. Uh, and a lot, boy, a lot to discuss. Right out of the gate, I'd like to discuss. They live in an older house. It's, it's actually a nice house. I mean, it really is, but it's, it's older. And we've had this discussion, but I really want to have it with you guys. Were people smaller back then? Yeah, I, I mean, so. because the rooms are smaller. The ceiling's shorter. Yeah. Uh, the bathrooms are smaller. The 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 tub is smaller. Oh, yeah, the shower head is 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 like I'm five four, and the the toilet, <laughs> it's like there's just a little bitty hole in it. Uh, it's I like think well, what? Just, that's, you're right, or they just made do. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. We are fatter now, sure. Yeah. I mean, I mean, are and we just taller. bigger people now? Because yeah, probably. it's like I went back to a normal size house. I don't I, think we did. Like you're in a, a little <laughs> like, person. Now. Yeah, it's like I was. In I a don't think we now. felt the need to have more than we actually need. Yeah. Well, I do know that athletes are bigger, and yeah, I do know sure. that that kids seem to be bigger. So, I, I guess do we build houses that way? I, I don't know. I'm just asking. Yeah. I I, yeah. I don't know because, like I said, it's. You know, everything kind of comes back around. And so right now, the way my mom and dad's house is and it's decorated, it's like Yeah, like you want to look at the That's back that. in style now because it's 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 so old, if that makes any sense. But their decorations are still still up like they oh, yeah. were when, when yeah. I was growing up. I mean my room has still got the same stuff in you it. You got all some this. drawings on the refrigerator you did. <laughs> yeah. Uh but the bathrooms, y'all. During the bathroom. Yeah. And I'm not a big guy. The countertops real low, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a big guy at all. And when when I went to the restroom, I was like, "Well, how does anybody feel like a giant?" Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. All right. So, uh, um, I think there's something I, to that. You know, an elf when the, yes. norm, the it yeah. shows the normal yeah. size yeah. people. You're in, about in, to see that a lot. Yeah, we're that time of year. Uh, that's oh, how yeah. I felt in their house. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> like Buddy. Yeah, it's like Buddy walking around buddy the, the elf. elf house. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, we had um, we had a good time together actually. Good. Um, and uh, they, um, they, they just love the show. I'm telling you, they love the show. Uh, hey, son, have you listened today? No, sir. Can we turn it on? Well, no, sir, I need to get back outside. Did you, you know? tell them that when you're not here, you really don't want to listen to it? I mean, you, got it, you hear it a lot. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do hear it. I, I hear it a lot. Uh, they've got some routines, which, I mean, right now, if you want to know, my dad's getting up and mom's making him a cup of coffee. Love it. And yeah. he's got to the recliner where he has to have two pillows up uh, and, and he has to have has to have his leg higher than his heart yeah uh right now where they did the uh the bypass and took it from it uh I, I there was a little hiccup late in the week i thought um uh that uh we were going to have a situation where we might have to readmit him mm. uh, his heart and everything's fine but uh his leg is just was not healing the yeah. way it needed to heal uh so now the incisions and all that it's fine but there was a little infection uh, uh with the cells uh, cellulosis i think yeah. Uh, and it's it's pretty painful, uh, mm. and so we had to. Luckily, we had a a, a, t- a doctor's appointment that timed down pretty good late in the week with uh with the doctor, and they were able to look at it and see. It. I think it had just started because I didn't see. They, I guess the day before, I saw a little bit of like a darker red when we were cl- cleaning everything, and I'm yeah. like, Dad, do you have a fever in your in your leg? Did no, no. Does it warm? No. Uh, and then we go the next day to the doctor and they're like, Ooh, yeah. and so they gave him Ooh, some, man. uh, they gave him some oil antibiotics and stuff, but I thought we might have to go in and, and do the IV, uh, 
antibiotic, uh, but they you have to be readmitted for that because they want to they want to mm. be able to observe you. It's not an outpatient yeah. thing like an infusion or transfusion or something like that. And so, uh, uh, the uh, luckily the oral started kicking in. But um, man, all of you that are emailing, how's he doing? All this kind of stuff, y'all y'all are very kind. And so uh, that's where I've been. I just went up there for a week. But let me tell you something. You know, when you go to your parents' house and you see things, if they're getting older and you go and visit, you see things, you're like, man, I wish I had more time to do that. That need, that tree needs yeah. to be cut or this needs to be pressure washed or, man, we need to replace that piece of wood right there. Well, I had a week and uh, I took every bit of equipment out of our garage and, <laughs> and, and put as much as I could in my truck. And, uh, and so, yeah, we got it done. Well, you may, we got it done. I, if, it, if it wasn't grass, it's been pressure washed at that ah, house. There you go. You got it all shined <laughs> my, up. My, my parents was like, man, my na- our neighbors probably think we're getting ready to move or something. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Who's that guy out there? Hey, wow, the leaves will fall. Yeah, they will. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're fighting a losing battle there. Yeah, um, I said, Dad, in, instead of blowing the leaves every day, I'm going to let them just fall all yeah, week fall. and then attack them before I leave. Yeah. Hey, it's beautiful. It and is gorgeous. The color is just <laughs> awesome. But wow, it's a mess. Goodness gracious! So Terry came up for two days, and uh, it was it was really great to see her, and and not just because of her cooking, I promise you, but really I missed her, and uh, it was I, I, we realized you know we're not away from each other a lot. Uh, I don't yeah. see how people that travel, I don't see how y'all do it, <clears throat> but um, I had her with me, which means that freed me up a little bit to do some other things. But there was one day. I said, you know, Dad, I know your leg, y'all. It's all jacked up, and, you, and you're trying to get better, and all this kind of stuff. But I got, I got an idea with how we can prop that thing up in the car, and let's go up and and let's. I know you can't see, but let's go look at leaves, <laughs> which sounded funny to <laughs> say. Insane. I uh, know, I know that's, that's something you don't hear a lot. No, of. no, I know that sounded funny. Uh, but did he go? <laughs> right, Dad, I can describe uh, the leaves to you. Oh, look at that, yellow orange. Oh boy, it's beautiful, Dad. Um, oh, there's another one. Look at yeah. that. But my mom would be with him, and she was yeah. like, "Oh yeah, I said, just get y'all out of the house." I mean, uh, you know, there is life out. Be so tough. There is life outside Man. this house, yes, you know. Is. And I know y'all open the doors and and all this, and go and check the mail. <laughs> but that's about it. Uh, <laughs> that's your day outside. <laughs> yeah, you know, and and then it gets too cold and all that. So I was like, "Let's get in the car and go to Monticello Mountain, up where where you look at you know, there's little lookout areas, and let's let's go up there and." And let's see about five states from one place. You know, I'm exaggerating, sure. of course, but you can see yeah. forever, okay? And it's absolutely gorgeous. So they said, okay, I'm in. I'm like, oh, really? And so then the adventure began where I had um, I had to get him in the car, mm-hmm. had to get his leg propped up, which is extremely painful, yeah. okay? I mean, it, just picture all that. And then we're headed up the mountain, and I've got a man that can't see giving me directions. Oh, wow. On how Turn to get left there. here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you ought to see this, which is amazing. It's like you can't see. I'm, I haven't asked that. Can you really see? Twenty-one minutes past the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show's kickoff hour. The crew back together, and uh, we are excited to start a brand new week with you. Eddie Van Adler is here. There's Greg. There's Helmsy. I'm Speedy. We are the Good Time Gang. All right. So uh, I was just recapping a little bit of my week, uh, and we'll get a little bit more into it. But <laughs> we had an adventure on Friday. 
Went that the we, we decided we were going to go to a lookout, uh, a, a big mountain, Monticello Mountain in Huntsville. Everybody that's in that area knows it. And, you know, it's, it's, they, they, it's, it's so it's well known. It's, it's the state park at the top of the mountain. And I don't know it, if I've ever been there. And it's so well known. People, you know, there's, there's lookout spots oh, yeah. that you can I go love and a good park. and. Spot. And you can just see just mountain after mountain top, and then valleys in between. And Seven states. Just, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. And um, and I'm like, make out area. Yeah. And Watch I'm like, it. you know, look, we're we're I've inspiration got a, point. I've got a story about that, by the way, but I don't know if I can say it. Yeah, Talk about have. making out, but oh, wow. um, anyway, uh, and so we uh, <laughs> I just spit something. Um, okay. we, we go up to the mountain and, and dad, before he lost his eyesight completely, uh, you know, he remembers driving around in Huntsville and, and all this kind of stuff. And so he was helping me, uh, on where we needed to go. Uh, and we get up there and, and, uh, and we got, you know, the map app and all this kind of stuff. We check in, they give us the map of all this, the roads and stuff. So, and it's just absolutely gorgeous. I mean, you know, just leaves falling everywhere, just different colors. We're explaining all of it to it. My mom's, oh, look here. She's just having a blast. Yeah. I think it was really good for her. And so we get out, and um, now it's it's like Dad said, I think I'm just going to stay here. I mean, he even said, I can't stay anyway. I think I'm just going to stay here. Yeah. And I said, Dad, my sister and your daughter, Lynn, she will kill me if we don't go get a picture. Uh, yeah, with this beautiful, what, with what we're seeing, there's a little, so he was done. With I was like, there's, yes, he was, there's a little retaining <laughs> wall. And if we don't get out there and y'all two don't sit on that, I'm telling you, I'm a being, I'm a being, be we <laughs> see stories every day about these pictures going bad. Right. So don't try to be sharp no. get on the edge. <laughs> right. Get past so, the rail. So, uh, so we get out and it's, it's an ordeal. You know, and I'm telling everybody we're okay because it looks like we're not. <laughs> yeah, this Do y'all need any help? <laughs> yeah, right. Got it. Hey, y'all need anything? No, we're good. We got it. <laughs> it doesn't look we like got it, it, but we're fine. <laughs> What's that I'm stepping on? That's Akron's, Dad. Just kick them. Uh, but, <laughs> hey, Akron's will take you down. They, hey, will. they will. You, you got to be careful. You a rolling ankle. Mm. Um, and so, you know, we kicking out of the way, and, and we're, you know, crunching through leaves and stuff, and I'm explaining everything to them, and it's an absolutely gorgeous day. And there's a few couples there that are hanging out. One of them, you know, kind of kissing a little bit, and I'm describing that. Uh, and and you can tell they, you know, just having a little romantic moment. Don't want to spoil it. And the retaining wall was pretty long, and so I'm trying to find an open spot. It's almost like going to the golf range. Okay. You know, you don't want to you don't want to use a bay that's right beside yeah. somebody. If right? something else is open, you don't I mean, want to do let's, that. Let's, I get se- it. Let, let's separate a yeah. little bit. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I see a little open spot. And I'm looking at Terry, and we're talking through signals like, hey, go here. And she's got mom, and I got dad, and here we go. So we sit them down, and we take some pictures. And I felt like a hero because I texted them to Lynn, and she was just, I might cry. These are so beautiful. And I'm like, okay. See, we, we, we did it. That's awesome. That's it. Well, then Terry said, you know, I've seen a video where people jump from this retaining wall, and it looks like they're jumping off the cliff. Because on the other side of the t- retaining wall, it's actually flat, yeah. and, it, and there's bi- there's benches on the other side of of it. She said, "Jump please, up." She please goes, tell me you didn't ask your dad to do that. No, <laughs> I, I thought about it. Yeah, uh, she said, "Get up, hey, on Land. That, look at this picture. Hey, get up on that retaining wall and jump off." And I was like, "Honey, I'm not doing that. I'm 52 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you? For, I'll be 53 in December." And I said, "I think you've forgotten. I think you think I'm 25 again." Well, you so, said you. She said, "No, I want to send it to the boys. Get back." And I, I think that she was trying to pull one on me because I got up and I jumped off, and it clearly didn't look like I was jumping off the cliff. Now, it's a little taller than you want. It's probably, 
you know, maybe at the uh, the top of the, the glass here. So maybe six and a half feet up. Yeah. Uh, but the angle, it looked, you could tell I was going to, to kind of brace myself. So she said, do it again. You know, do it again. So I ended up doing it three times. And the last one looked kind of like I was falling and jumping off the cliff. I woke up Saturday morning and was so sore from that. From from that because I was having to hit and roll, and I was like, "What is wrong with Are you me?" Stunt man. Yeah, um, but we had a great time. Met a couple from Louisville, Mississippi. Were they the ones over there making out? No, they were not. But they uh, was it David? He had a Mississippi State jacket on. <laughs> he had I forgot about that email. By yeah, the way. He, want to come stay with me? Um, there was he had a Mississippi State jacket on. And I and and uh, well, he I've been happy. And yeah. my mom big had, weekend for them. And my mom had a Mississippi State jacket on. And so there was that, hey, hey, how you doing, whatever. And then while, State. And while I have you. Cowbell. You mind taking a picture of us? You know, because we're yeah. trying to selfie it yeah. and all this. And I took a picture of them, but Terry brought, wanted one. You brought your yeah. selfie stick. You brought, you brought the guy in and take the Yeah, picture. and so he came over, and we, we started talking. And he said, yeah, we're from Louisville, Mississippi, and we're coming back from a trip. And I'm like, you know, I don't do stuff like this. If I was trying to get to Louisville, Mississippi from Chattanooga, I wouldn't be stopping in Huntsville to look at. I want to get home. Yeah, that's good. And I've I'm never like, been one to sightsee on my way back. No, yeah. but but it maybe on like, my way out. I'm like, but you know, I, I need to do probably more should things do it, like this. But, yeah, because they were having a good time just sitting there looking out. So we met them. They love the show and uh, and are from that area. And Let so me we, guess. Which one of the parents told them who you were? Huh? You, you always <laughs> well, said your mom and dad are always going around. <laughs> actually, when we started talking, the wife asked, "Are you Speedy?" And 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 I was like, yeah, and and I said, uh, and this is Don Juan. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but and uh, so we were we struck up conversation that way, and then 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 asked him to take a picture. But it was it was really kind of cool to meet them, and uh, but it was absolutely gorgeous. And then getting them back in the car. Here we go. Here we go. You know, we got to get back in the car, and and uh, we just had a blast though. And and they came. They talked about well, that you need for, to get for out. two days. You got to get out. You know, you do. After I think you do, right? All that. I think you do. I mean, to sightsee, even though you can't see, I think it's more about getting out. Yeah, and you can feel you're out. Yes, you're in the open. yeah, yes. Hey, feel the breeze, Dad. Mm-hmm. I know you get cold pretty fresh easy air right now, but feel that breeze. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> feel that breeze. Uh, and so here, bubble up. Yeah. So t- Terry coming really freed up to do stuff like that, and so I thought that was kind of cool. That was kind of fun to do. Um and uh, fake like you were falling. Yeah, yeah. And then of course the you know the cooking that she did and the and the stuff mm-hmm. she left with us wasn't that bad either. Boy, she boy, she showed out. You like that? Yeah, yeah. Bean soup with some cornbread. Oh, I love that. soup and cornbread huh? is my thing. Yeah, hey, crumble, especially crumble. this time. Hey, 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 crumble it, crumble mm. it. <laughs> that dad be. Hey, what's for dinner? Like I don't know. Gave more of that bean soup left over. <laughs> some cornbread. Sure. Oh, yeah, sure, Dad. We gotta stay low in sodium. But you know now. Everything has to be low in sodium. So I don't know. Have you gone to the grocery store lately and tried to find that? No. And you got to be very strategic on what you cook. You're reading a lot of labels. Yes, you are. Things that you you had no idea. You're looking at labels now. The stuff they already had. Oh my gosh! Look at this. <laughs> well, you can't can't take, eat that anymore. Yeah, that's out. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Twenty-five minutes until top of the hour. Kickoff, kickoff hour is uh, live. Good time, gang. Here, Eddie Van Adler. He's got TV rolling. Everything else, social media, got that handled. I'm Speedy. There's Greg. There's Helmsy. Uh, Rick and Bubba join us in thirty minutes from now. 
Uh, you brought up something in the break that I hadn't heard in a long sh- uh, time, Greg, and it was the Muppets. Well, the Muppets, they, they debut an Asian-American puppet for oh. the first time. Okay. The, her name will be Ji Young. She's the newest Muppet to reside at Sesame Street. Interesting. Uh, she, she's making history as the first Asian-American Muppet okay. on Sesame Street. Uh-huh. She's Korean-American. She has two passions, rocking out on her electric guitar and skateboarding. Okay. Okay, well, here's my question. So then they go on the article, talks about how they're working on to be diverse and, you know, represent everybody. And I, I, now I haven't watched it lately. Well, I hope not. But where's well, you got where, grandkids, if we're talking about being know. diverse, where's the, where's the white people? Ernie's orange. <laughs> Bert's bright yellow. Where's the honky at? Where's honky Hank? I mean, do we honky uh, hang. We, uh, have we got? Do y'all see it? I didn't know he was doing what race. I didn't know the Muppets were any race. They were monsters. We could have talked. They were an orange person, right? And there were a bright yellow person. I've never, you know, really noticed that they're a race one way or the other. Now yeah. I haven't watched it in a long time, but huh. I'm just saying, growing. I didn't look at Ernie and Burton and go look at them two white guys. No, there's an orange guy and a bright yellow guy, and they're puppets. So I guess they don't have a race <laughs> because they're puppets. Now, if these were puppets that were supposed to look like people, yeah. but they don't really look like Joe people. Biden weighed in and said it was the great orange guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah evidently. Wow. <laughs> but, uh, we talked about but that y'all, Friday. Y'all say, I don't see – I mean, I, I didn't know they had race. You're saying if – And if, I, I will say this. The Muppet, the Sesame Street was the first to push you know, Spanish and all that. I mm-hmm. remember when I was a kid, they were even doing that. Yeah, you know? right. Count to ten in Spanish or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I found the white guys on the show. Okay. <laughs> there they are. <laughs> of course. Uh, I'm talking about Sesame <laughs> good, Street. That's a good laugh. They're not there. on Sesame Street. Oh, look. He, I didn't know you were so in yeah, on Sesame Street. You really that's know what's what going is. on. This is Sesame Street. I know that, but I didn't know but you were so Ernie. dialed in. Look at Ernie. What do you think? I don't th- think a race at all. He's all right, so orange. We're looking He's at, at, him at now. Bert. Bert's bright yellow. Mm-hmm. It's not. There they are. And then the rest are monsters. And then you got a big bird. So if they're Caucasian, it doesn't look like it. No. You want them just with. Well, I mean, if we're going to be diverse, we right. need Honky Hank in there. Honky, <laughs> is that what you want his yeah, name I to be? Yeah, I want him to have a mullet and everything. <laughs> I want him to be from the Southeast. <laughs> okay. Yep. If, if we're going to be diverse. Yeah, if we're going to be it diverse. It just hit me when they were saying, because they show her, here's the new G Young, mm-hmm. and she kind of looks, I guess, like, but then beside yeah, her is yeah, Ernie, yeah. and he's orange. Right. I've never met, I know. Trump looked orange, but th- right. there's really not that, a race true. of people that, who are no, orange. No, there's not. And we refer to the Asians, some people do, as yellow, but they really don't yellow. Bert is yellow. Yes, I mean, he looks yes, like like yes. a right. Easter egg, you know. Mm. And that's I don't look at Bert and go, well, look, that's a – I don't know what that – I don't like a white guy or black – count you, uh, look, count, he's purple. Yeah, yeah, we're just going different colors. I mean, now. I, I don't you know, see I've a never, race. No, I've I never really focused yet, on that, in, in, a, in a Sesame Street Muppet. Greg, once again, you've brought up something I've never really looked at. I don't know. What about Grover? A lot of monsters. We got some monsters, I'll tell you that. Cookie monsters, but there are most of them are blue. <laughs> this is really bothering well, me. Well, I'm just I was just we're it, talking did, about did the how the grandkids have you are. back to watching it again. No, it's this it article is? today and okay. I looked at the picture of Jing Young, Ji Young or whatever, and she's beside Ernie and we're talking about her being Korean and I said, Well, what the hell is Ernie? He's orange. Is that okay? You see, that's what made me think. Right. right. See what you missed yeah. last week? Well, Am I well, the only one that sees it? <laughs> well, every now and then we, we do what's Greg looking at because he'll look at his laptop and, and turn his head like a dog that doesn't understand something. And I this is what he was looking at. That's a legitimate at. question. Right. Is if we're going to go by race and nationality of a mu- tell me what Ernie is. And Bert. Bert's got a funny-shaped head. I'm not sure what he is. And no. He's bright yellow. <laughs>
<laughs> I don't know what they are. Uh, I don't know never, what to say. I've never a little nervous. Yeah, for I, some reason. Well, yeah, I'm just calling it. I, I well, you got know that what saying, nationality Ernie is. You've got, and they're trying to make him and Bert's relationship a little weird too. Well, you know how they are. Is. They are. They're really no good matter friends. what color they are. They're yeah. trying to do that. Well, you're talking about that, and it looks like Helmsy's mailing something. So between yeah. those two things, I'm really – Elmo's you. red. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Greg, I've never really dialed that in. I've just never really thought about well, – we're, we're screaming about diversity, and I don't see much diversity. Well, there's a lot of different colors, but mm-hmm. I thought we're, they were all just like neutral. They were just puppet people. Yeah. Just saying. Does it? Does the? Did the Muppets? Were y'all ever into that? The Muppet Show was kind of. I yeah. didn't like it too much. Puppet human interaction, but yeah, I know that bothers. The you. Muppet Show it had its. At times, I'd stop and go, <laughs> "Look at that." Them old men were funny, but this is uh-huh. Sesame Street. I'm okay. talking about. One of my kids had an Elmo run early on, like real. Yeah. Early. Oh, everybody loved Elmo. Right. But my was, kids liked. It. I, exactly. Listen, I had a Grover puppet when I was a kid. Did you? Yeah, I did. Huh. That makes a lot of sense, actually. Hey, can you put that picture back up? Adler's been showing for those of you on YouTube. You see it. For those of you not, he's been I showing the whole cast. They ain't a honky in that pile. <laughs> All right. That's not very diverse. So we got, uh, let's see, Cookie Oscar's Monsters Green. Blue. Rick says the post, the, the, uh, the, uh, the, the, let's see, the postman is blue. See, said. that's right. Uh, My point see. is, they act like that we're we're changing we it because we, we had a, pink, we, we, got we weren't very girl. diverse, and now we're changing right. it. I see a lot of different colors. None of them really, you know, match mm-hmm. up to anybody's nationality. You know, right. you know, but huh. Bert and Ernie's who gets me because they're supposed to be like people. I think, yeah, and they're 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 not any counts. Got that widow's peak. Yeah, now they got a little. Oh, hel- he's got a little helms in him. Yeah. <laughs> he does, doesn't he? Look at that. I never got Snuffle up because he, nah, he bothered yeah. me. Scary. He talked, sounded like he's talking through a vacuum cleaner hose. <laughs> <laughs> it really bothered you? Yeah, because we used to, my mom had one of them Electrolux vacuum cleaners with a long hose, and we'd get him go, and it sounded just like Snuffle up. Just like. <laughs> I didn't know this was such a big part of your world. I'm just saying, if we're going to be diverse with the Muppets, we know what Sesame we got. Street, then you need yeah. you need to. They call- act like we had a bunch of white puppets, and now we're doing better. We didn't. We had orange ones, and we had yellow ones, green, we got blue, purple. Yeah, yeah. What's the deal? Take a take a sip. Coming next, Honky Hank. Honky Hank. From why'd uh, you settle on Hank? Because it it kind of goes with Honky. Okay. Yeah. A lot of Honky's name Hank. <laughs> In case you've noticed. <laughs> <laughs> they are. <laughs> I so want the commercial break. I know, I know, I know. I'm just letting him finish. Just, I was just, I was just you know, noticing. You, excuse it, me for being observant. You, you, what you want to do is you want to well, let I mean, a bird just breathe. This is so monumental. And I said, oh, good. We got to look at it a little. Because mm-hmm. I didn't pay attention. I got to look and I said, I don't see any nationalities right. in there except Jing Lo or Jing Young, whatever hers right, is. Right. You know, Helmsy, uh, you want to let a bird just kind of finish yeah, and let him did. breathe yeah. because just when you think they're finished they got they got I more i was curious so i'm just I'm sitting done. here just letting him do let him has work an it answer, out. let me know i'm just letting him work it out it's kind of like the dog on christmas vacation just let him finish just I, let don't him think, finish. I don't think jim henson really cared when he came up with the muppets about all that see he's he still a lot going of talking see, monsters. that's what i'm talking about see you, <laughs> you just let him finish monsters, a lot of talking monsters right you know yeah of course back in his time when this came up there wasn't any issue like it is now but i now they were out front on the hispanic thing Sesame Street was. They were teaching Spanish to kids way in the 70s. <laughs> He's doing this while holding a coffee cup, for those of you who can't see him. <laughs> uh, yeah. Are you done? Because well, I don't think man, you I'm are. I'm the only one noticed it. <laughs> I'm slipping. What, now, what would Honky Hank, uh, who would be the voice of Honky Hank? Probably uh, Gary. Gary? Yeah. All right. Is that <laughs> what you say? It sounds like Gary. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
<laughs> and Gary could do it. For some reason, I said Honky the Hank. No, his name's Honky. You'd always see him in a skid steer. Exactly. He'd yeah. pull up and hit in the skid steer. Hank. He'd get out. He said, "How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Let me clear this out." <laughs> yeah. Have y'all ever wanted to be the hey, voice G. of something? A voice of something. Yeah. Yeah, when I see the paychecks they're making, absolutely. If you get on a, on a one-hit show or one-hit movie. Ooh, kidding golly, me. They, every actor I've ever seen when they interview them, they go, oh, it's the easiest money I've ever made in my life. Just go in, go in a booth and just mm-hmm. just talk. Yep. That is, that's making it right there. Honky Hank. Well, I'm just, you know, we ain't diverse enough. <sighs> just checking. Well, that's what Greg was looking at. And uh, there's going to be a lot of people noticing that today. Yeah. I never, I never really dialed in on on the skin color. Of, well, there's of Ernie. The He's a member of you know the orange skin race. Mm-hmm. They're so common. Don't forget we're talking about Muppets too. I know. Oh, Bert. He's from the bright yellows. Oh, and there's Honky Hank. <laughs> Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Eleven minutes until top of the hour, leaning on ten minutes until top of the hour. We thank you for tuning in to the kickoff hour. And uh, Greg, I should say, how'd you sleep last night, big guy? I slept good on that Helix mattress. I know that alarm hurt, but up to that that point, uh, did you sleep? You see, you did sleep excellent. Well, you know why? Because it's custom made the way you like it. That's right. And HelixSleep.com/slash/bub is a great company from North Carolina. Uh, that, uh, you know, if you want to experience a, a good night's sleep like uh, Greg and Lisa, then uh, let us suggest helixsleep.com slash Bubba. This Christmas, get you and your loved ones the gift uh, they really want, a new mattress. You know, you, you don't know that, you, you know, you're sleeping bad until you get on a Helix mattress, and then you go, oh, wow, so this is what it could be like. Uh, what about putting those in your guest bedroom so when you're having company come over, they get a good night's sleep? How about uh, that? I mean, that, that's there for you. Uh, they've created the number one different high-quality uh, you know, all American made mattress that can fit your particular st- style of sleep. They, they, it's an easy little survey you take, little questionnaire. Two minutes. And they decide if they, all right, do you want soft, medium, firm? Maybe you need the Helix Plus mattress, a little extra room. Uh, got you some size there. Uh, that's okay. They got that. No, they got they got taken care of for you. They're the n- number one best overall mattress picked by GQ and Wired magazine. And right now, if you visit his Helix, come on, Speedy, HelixSleep.com slash Bubba, you'll save two hundred dollars. Plus, you're going to get that ten year warranty and a hundred day free trial. That's HelixSleep.com slash Bubba. Save two hundred dollars. HelixSleep.com slash Bubba. Get a truly amazing night sleep or you can go to rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button you know my alarm clock every day was my dad calling me telling me he needed to get up and so i would go in and just make sure he got up properly or whatever uh they get up real early uh matter of fact it's about time i get up every day to come here uh and um so that was my alarm clock i know you have normal ones but that would be my normal that alarm was for clock. the week that was your normal yeah he'd be like hey son i'm like hey hey dad, hey, dad. he said it's time time to get up Oh, Mind coming and get me? Sure. Just make sure, you know, because, and the doctor said the first couple of weeks after surgery, you, you've got to make sure that we don't add a fall, fall. into their recovery because yeah. now you're dealing with another injury. Yeah, so exactly. you got to make sure that, and he's doing well. He's doing great. Good deal. Good deal. Uh, so I went to sleep last night. I decided, you know what? I'm back in my own room, uh, in my own bed, 
and I'm going to kind of take advantage of that. So I missed your Marco Polo last night. Yeah, it was late. I probably shouldn't have even done that. But it's okay. It's I was okay. I woke I wouldn't up wake to you it. up. I knew Greg was probably asleep, and I didn't know what your schedule was like. Yeah. Had you already been back? Were you coming back late? I didn't know. I so wasn't I asleep yet, shot. but I had it. I had already set up my. I knew where all the boys were. I knew everything was good. I knew the the you know, and I had do not disturb on. So. Um, on do not disturb if y'all were to call me it's going to ring but all the text messages and all that I, i'm not going to get uh so i missed your marco polo but you were in gunnersville last night first united methodist church gunnersville alabama um come on and, with and and it was funny when i sent y'all that marco polo i knew neither one of y'all remembered that i was yeah, I doing that know. this weekend and know. you had been at gone all week so right. you didn't know but uh anyway i had a great time last night with the men of first united methodist church matter of fact there was actually I think seven different churches involved with Man Church last night, scattered across wow. Gunnersville. And uh, special thanks to to Pastor Ricky Smith, who uh, is the pastor there at First United Methodist Church, and then Michael Wilder, uh-huh. who's the youth minister, who um, and the drummer on the worship team. Oh, really? By the way, okay. Yeah. wasn't expecting that last night. I've been communicating it. with him, and he's kind of the one that I've been working with on you know, marching orders and those type things. And, and, uh, then last night when we start the service, he's back here banging on the drums. And I thought, well, that's a talented little fella right there. Uh, but great night hanging out with those men honored to be the guest speaker. And it was just a good night. Um, I'm going to tell you that worship team last night, there was a, I I say this, uh, I've only said this a few times Uh and this is not a knock on anybody else, but there was a, uh, there was a special energy in that room last night, it was, it was pretty awesome. It's yeah. called the Holy Spirit, but it was it was right. it was pretty. It was a it was a great night, <laughs> and uh, and when I marcoed you guys on the way back, it was it was after ten, I think. Uh huh. And so it was. Oh, uh, of course, out. by the time I got home, of course I go in. You talking about sleeping in your own bed? I sure. get in there and Maddie's in our bed, and I'm no. like, babe, what's this about? Are you She's serious? like, she couldn't sleep. I couldn't say no. You weren't here, and so I just went and got in her bed. And so that was my sleeping situation last night. Good I didn't night. think the Gunnersville thing through, though. I had several men come up to me after, and they were like, I wish you would have said something earlier last week. We could have set up some fishing trip on Sunday afternoon, mm. had some dinner, and then came, and, and, and I'm like, goodness gracious, why didn't I think about that? You know, crappie capital of the world, and then you got, uh, and that's going on right now. Of course, the bass fishing's unreal. So I could I I that was a scheduling flaw on my part. I should have I should have thought that out. Mm-hmm. But great night, um, great night for Jesus, and uh, just fun to hang out with men. A lot of kickoff hour fans there. Had set, how many people you think come up and said, you know, Greg's my favorite. No, oh not yeah, I get that a lot. By the way, yeah. I get that. Now yeah. I love you funny, and Speedy. I don't get hey, that I love you and Speedy. But mm-hmm. Greg's my favorite. You know, Greg, funny. Greg, I don't get that a lot. Greg will say anything. Yeah. I have to tell them that too. They're like, man, Greg's like me. He says what's on his mind. I'm like, no, Greg actually cleans it up before he's Yeah, yeah. You ought to hear him in the break room. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, now. It well, I'm glad. Fun. I'm glad you had yeah. a good time though. And That's and good. outside of that, it was pretty low key weekend. Uh, watched a decent amount of football. Knocked out some stuff at the house. I'm like with you on the leaves. I ask always with the leaves in, in the winter. I always ask, when is it going to rain next? Because I'm worried about my gutters more than anything. Mm-hmm. So my like, for instance, I think our next chance of rain is Thursday. Yeah, there's no sense in me messing with leaves on Friday, That's Saturday, right. Sunday because they're just going to be more Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, so I'll wait till Wednesday and do that. Right. Um, but watched a lot of 
a lot of football. Yeah. Caught up on some shows that I'm enjoying watching and mm-hmm. tried that squid game thing. That's weird. What? It, it, what's the big I saw that in the text gracious. message that you were going back to so that. So you can't handle it? So is it – I've heard I, people say it's, oh, man. man. Well, Speedy, the reason no, I, oh, I brought like it up Friday, it's actually surpassed Game of Thrones mm-hmm. as far as Which the is, viewers in, and in only a sh- short that period of time. Insane. And so I thought, well, this must be really good. Now, here's the hey, problem. mouth don't go with The way. mouth no. doesn't go with it. And here's another thing, Do you get too. used to it? Because somebody said you get used to it. Well, I couldn't. Okay. That, this continues to be my breakdown on this show is I cannot <laughs> get used to it. And it's almost – it's not that the mouth is off. It's the particular English the voices. voices. They don't match them up good. No, it's like this guy won't have that voice. Exactly. Yeah. Huh. This guy sounds like Ed down at the lube shop. Like, <laughs> what are we talking about? I can't this tell guy, you how many I mean, times that Lisa and I were sitting here and we'll go, let's find something to watch on Netflix or something. And you'll go, well, that looks good. And, and you click you, on it and all of a sudden, there's a mouth. You're like, well, mm-hmm. I can't sit through this the whole time. Watch mm-hmm. them. And like you said, the voice does not go with the person. Give no. me an all Asian. Right, that huh. speaks yeah. English. Do yeah, that. Do that. Why do not that. do that? Right. Don't give me somebody that sounds like Speedy and Helms and Greg. Yeah. But I'm like you. It's I weird. need to look at it because I'm just wondering what the hype is. So well, I'll I can tell you this. The hypes. It, it is. Uh, it's I haven't in, dived in yet, but it, I'm telling you. It's intense. And um, I only watched. I watched one episode and I'm like, I just can't. I can't do it. Well, I watched uh, half a second episode and I'm like, I just, I can't. The voices don't can't go do with, it. with. And it's not so much that it's not in sync as is. This guy it. doesn't have that kind of voice. It happens a yeah. lot, yeah. You're like, that. come on. He don't talk like that. Not even close. I don't know why we can't do better on that. <laughs> you spent so much money on this. I know. <laughs> you can't get an Asian guy to do the voiceover? Yeah, I know. I mean, I don't know. I, well, so, and then, of course, watched a good bit of football, too. Yeah. Um, uh, so I didn't get any of that either. What do y'all think about this right here? I'm so happy. Just stay healthy and keep running. And I'm going to keep running as long as I can. I find it fun. I like doing it. Is this that hundred and something marathoner? Wow. We well, saw, no, we saw her. We didn't talk about it. It wasn't a marathoner. Oh, okay. Uh, it was a 105-year-old yeah. woman. Y'all talked about this already? We didn't talk about it, but we saw it. We saw her running on Sprint. the news on the okay. TV, and we got to have She, she would have beat me in the crowd. Set run. the world record out of Louisiana, the fastest 100-meter sprint for a woman in the 105 and up category. Okay, she so. She broke a world record. So I've been saying that world record. <laughs> There's not is, too many people. Not a lot of people <laughs> even tried it. I mean, I don't want to you know diminish what she's done, but. When you hear world record, you think, well, then you go, wait a minute, how many 105 people run? Right, so it's that two, category. There's two people in the whole world that, that 105 that run. So, I mean, really. Uh, now, she is 105. There ain't that many people that are 105 that yeah. don't do anything. I think you, you should win an award just for being 105. That's right. You don't have to yeah. sprint. It's not necessary for you to run a 100-yard dash. No, not at all. I'll give you this. She was running a lot faster than I thought she would for her age. Really? Have you seen the video? I have not. She's picking them up, putting them down. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, everybody's a nervous wreck. Oh, God, don't fall. Uh, please know? don't fall. Oh, no. Yeah. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Rick and Bubba join us, uh, and we'll start this week off with them, the main show. Don't go anywhere. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Day without him, brother. Rick and Bubba, Rick Yeah, six minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us. A brand new hour begins now, and it starts with the national anthem. Can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming? Whose broad stripes and bright stars Through the perilous fight O'er the ramparts we watched Were so gallantly streaming And the rockets rattling The bombs bursting in air That our flag was still there Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet wave minutes past the hour the rick and bubba show speedy returns he's been a part of the kickoff hour with the real greg burgess uh, helmsy and eddie van adler uh, so back from vacation team rick and bubba all here today as we go through another hour another day and another week as we continue to make rick and bubba history uh, approaching our 28th birthday wow uh across the way uh there he sits, and we'll bring him in here. Weekend uh, recaps coming up. We'll meet back and play your phone calls today. Uh, all parts of the Rick and Bubba show. So let's get him in here. Speaking, of course, of the Silver Tongue One, the man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the Kang's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussy! How about it, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, associates, everywhere, welcome in to Rick and Bubba. Your two fat buddies on the radio hanging out with some other guys. Yep. Gonna have a good time today and want you to be a part of it. There you go. Grab a seat. Oh, I need you Walking down these stairs and roads 
water. There it is. We the kingdom, holy water. I like that one. I, I, first time I heard that one, I knew it was snappy. <laughs> it's a, hey, I knew that's a had, keeper. I got to see it live. First time I, you know how sometimes a song just grabs you the minute you hear the opening oh, chords. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, it was when uh, Chris Tomlin introduced them to the world. Um, I guess it was was it was either the last last Christmas maybe. Uh, I think it was his mm-hmm. Christmas concert, and he had them there. And he's like, mm-hmm. "Hey, I got I got some folks I want to introduce you to." And I'm sitting next to Sherry, and that song kicks up. I said, "Ooh." <laughs> She looked at. It, she goes, "You do you like that one, don't you?" I said, "That that's those chords I like right there. Just let it breathe. It breathe. We don't have to do feels everywhere and everybody overplay. Just let's let's enjoy it." So, and of course, lyrically, good song too. So, yeah. well, Bubba, we have a, a. It's good to have old Speedy back. And, good to be back. And I know you told everybody, Your "Daddy doing all right." Dad, Dad's doing good. Uh, he he made a joke yesterday as I was leaving. He said, "Son, you get to go home seeing your rest." Oh yeah, uh, and but it's it was he's doing good. He's doing good, uh, and mom's doing good. They just getting their routine. I've already gotten an update, which mm. this was big for me. Yep, uh, blood pressure reading uh, made it to the recliner. I've uh, got my coffee and taken my pill. Okay, uh, you well, know, I mean, so those those are those are big uh, big markers for the morning. Yeah. Uh, and uh, my alarm every morning was him him calling me, waking me up, saying it's time to get yeah. up. It's funny. I met a fascinating man last night uh, over in Center, Alabama, and above mm-hmm. everybody was. There was almost like they brought in extra people to keep exotic pets away. <laughs> and uh, the guy's eighty four years old. He's Rich Wingo's uncle. Oh, by the wow! Way. He was a crop duster. Fascinating. And he just he was sitting there. And he hadn't had him a little scooter. He was pushing around because mm-hmm. he was recovering from open heart surgery at eighty four. Wow, that's amazing. He, he said, "Yeah, they almost wouldn't even do it on me." And I said, well, I said, you all right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm doing fine. Yeah, I, I sold my crop duster some guy down in Brazil. <laughs> okay. All right. And, you know, you think he didn't have some stories? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So, 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 Good. Night alive. Yeah. Also got to talk to the sheriff, sir, about um, they're giving me the insight of northerners all moving to Alabama, mm-hmm. uh, especially around the different lakes. You know, they got Wise Lake up there. Oh, oh yeah. And, and they were giving me, you know, he, he says, we're working really hard to be sure that they don't understand he goes, we keep having to remind them why they moved here. Yeah. So don't turn this place into where you came from. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, he, he said it was Remember funny. why you left. Yeah, he said, I got called out. The guy moved from Michigan, got called out there, and he was complaining about this. His neighbor hadn't taken his trash can down to the road yet. And I said, now you know why you moved here, right? <laughs> <laughs> he said, he said here in Alabama, he said, I wouldn't say much about it. He said, your neighbor will go get his trash can at some point. Yeah. He said, but you know, you, you left Michigan to come on down here to a place where, <laughs> you know, everybody doesn't get in your, your business on your private property. Yeah. And he goes, so if you, if you come down here, the culture is going to be a little different. Yep. Yep. You know, but, but, isn't that, but isn't that why you came here? Yeah. Enjoy the lake and God get trash can later. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't worry you about that. You are welcome. Your past <laughs> political habits are not. Right. Yeah. I know yeah. it feels weird when you leave being under the ruling of a queen, you mm-hmm. know, to come here. He, he was basically, he said, you wouldn't believe. He said, he said, just like, he said, one guy wanted to know what my response time was to where he'd moved off out in the middle of nowhere. He said, about 45 minutes. Yeah. And the guy said, 45 minutes. He said, do you realize where you have moved? He said, I've got to go out of Alabama into Georgia and then back in Alabama <laughs> to get to you. <laughs> like that. And he said, but didn't you move away to get out? He goes, yeah. so if, when you're out, it, it takes longer for us to get there. Yeah, it does. <laughs> well, it does. It takes a minute. <laughs> you're kind of your own first line of defense, yeah. and, and that's why you need to learn how to operate a uh, gun. That's properly. what he said. He said, here, he said, here where you've moved, they don't call me unless, you know, there's just nothing they can't handle on their own. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I need to come get something, carry a body off, something like that. But Clean normally, up. Normally, Clean up normally, normally they kind of police themselves out there where you live. <laughs> yeah.
<laughs> That's I love what he got to. I love what he said. I have to leave Alabama, go into Georgia, come back from Georgia into Alabama to even get to you. <laughs> get up on the mountain. So it was great, and yeah, uh, I know Helmsley was in Gunnersville last night. So we, uh, it was it was funny, and just just a lot of, you know, you go to those places that have been with us for a really long time. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of Rick and Bubba reminiscing going on. Yeah, it was it was good, and and I that they what they liked the most, I told them, I said we're more dangerous now than we've ever been. I said because if 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 Lord willing, we get to January, we're going we're going to say 28 years will be celebrated. No one expected this show to be here. Anywhere near twenty eight years. No. I said, so you fire us now, you really we still made it. Yeah. There's nothing you really That's do. It. That's it. Yeah. We we've exceeded anything anybody would have ever thought. Mm-hmm. So it you know, we're not sitting here going, Oh man, I hope 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 we can make it. We've already made what's left. <laughs> <We've> all- <laughs> I mean, all we do it now is just enjoying ourselves. Yeah. And you and you can come along if you want to. <laughs> I, I become the guy up there. Come on. I'm kind of become the guy at Goldman Liquidators. <laughs> you want to listen to us? That's fine. You don't. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but we'd rather you listen. Yeah, of, of course. course. But yeah. I mean, I'm not. I don't lay awake about it. Not like I used to. You know, it's kind of like it, you. Know, you surely you've decided by now whether you like this or not. But we love technology. <laughs> yeah, we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Day without him, brother. 21 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. We'll definitely be chatting with you today, and we hope all of you had a, a great weekend. It was um, for a lot of people, uh, it was uh, fall at its best uh, in a lot of Rick and Bubba areas. We definitely did in Alabama. We had a great, beautiful, beautiful weekend. Uh, great time to just uh, enjoy uh, the outdoors. So uh, uh, coming up this week, uh, we, we'll, we'll talk. You know, when you got the AP poll for college football, it, it just kind of loses its luster once you know tomorrow night they're going to do the playoff poll, which is going to be the only one that matters. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I mean, but they, yeah. they do kind of follow each other yeah, a lot of times. Sure. I, I'm sure the people on that committee give this thing a glance. Yeah, it's that when now, if you remember, now the AP one time tried to be sharp and put Alabama down, mm-hmm. uh, you know, below Cincinnati and all that. And then on Tuesday night, everybody said, "No, we'll put them back to two slots." <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, and I appreciate and AP has now. <laughs> right yeah, now, yeah. AP said, "Okay, y'all made us look stupid, so we'll yeah. we'll, we'll catch up." I think AP now is trying to look like the playoff. Uh, countdown. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, top ten, top twenty, whatever. So, uh, no, no real change uh, at the top on this, right? This is the same. You got uh, Georgia, Alabama, Cincinnati, Oregon, Ohio State at five, Notre Dame six, Michigan State seven, Michigan eight, Oklahoma State nine, and Ole Miss rounding out the top ten. Yep, there you go. So, uh, I guess uh, uh, of consequence over the weekend, uh, Ole Miss beating Texas A and M. Uh, that was a biggie. Uh, and uh, I got to see a little bit of that game. Did, did y'all see anything? You know, mm-hmm. I did not, but I am not surprised by that at all. I'll uh, tell you what I was surprised, and this is new for me, and I really, really enjoyed it, which I, I it, it has been a while. So Saturday, uh, Sherry and I, had a, we were going to a wedding, but it wasn't until 4.30 in the afternoon. So I got to get up on a beautiful fall morning and do the thing that I have not gotten to do one time this season, and that is to – you know, get you a little something like you like it, a little yeah, orange juice, get, get a little, little coffee, whatever, get your egg. And, and roll in front of college game day and just yeah. sit there and watch. I haven't got to do that all year, and I really enjoyed it. And I, I was, of course, only Lane Kiffin would be a coach that is coaching 
that day and will still come be the guest picker <laughs> yeah. and, and pick and, and call yeah. two yeah. of the big wins that day that uh, not everybody had on their list. Well, well it, he was admitting that every pick he had was totally strategic. Mm-hmm. Like he's like, <laughs> I'm going to pick Mississippi State over Auburn because I've got to play them in a few weeks. Yeah. I'm not doing anything, anything on the bulletin board. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then uh, he, I was thinking about and he him. picked Baylor over yeah, Oklahoma. Baylor, but, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think we all saw that coming. By the way, I didn't know that Rattler had been totally replaced. Oh, yeah. yeah. They, they, they he's not a couple he, weeks. That he's right. not even the quarterback yeah. there anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we all called that. Look, Oklahoma, I'm glad. Started that ha- the season as a Heisman front runner. Yeah. yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm just glad that we got this Oklahoma thing over with before they got into the playoff. <laughs> Thank you. You know, so so because well, they're hanging around number twelve at nine and one though. Look yeah. out. Well, I mean, you know, they're, they're a good team. They're just not a great team. Um, and, and Baylor is a, is a good team, as you saw. I mean, from what I saw in the score, I didn't see the game. Baylor beat them straight up. Like, mm-hmm. was it 27, beat them by 14 or 13, yeah, something, something like that. that. How about Texas A&M? What, what do you, what, they, they where are. are you at today? Huh? I don't know what, I don't know anything about Because that. you got off to a horrible start. You kicked the bucket against two SEC teams. Then you come back and beat Alabama. Looked mm-hmm. like gangbusters. Beat Auburn. Uh, and now Ole Miss, you fall flat there. Well, well, Ole Miss it, is pretty good, though. It, but if you're no, a, they're good. I'm yeah. not saying it as a slap, but it after you've beat Alabama to lose three other SEC uh-huh. games, that has to hurt. Well, if you're an A&M fan, what you have to be sick about, to your point, Helms, is your defense did what they had to do against this high-powered offense to let you win the game. Yeah, yeah. And you couldn't do anything against couldn't. really. I mean, Ole Miss's defense is better, mm-hmm. but they're not elite. Mm-hmm. And you couldn't – because, I mean, the defense should look at, at A&M and say, y'all do realize we were holding this high-power offense to, like, what, 12 points or something? Mm-hmm. And, and, and we Which let, is incredible. And we they've let, and they've we let, scored at will almost all year. We can't, we can't beat Ole Miss as the, the job we did on defense. Yeah, right. If we hold them to this, we Because if you look at one of the, the points was a pick six. I mean, mm-hmm. one's touchdown. Yeah. So, really, A&M's defense <clears throat> shut Ole Miss's offense down. Yeah. But 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 Ole Miss shut down. Yeah, they're and, playing good D. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and got and got what you want. You yep. know, more old defense picks up points. Isn't it fun? Yeah. Don't you like that when helps. OD gets some points? <laughs> 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 hey, there you go. That'll help. If it wasn't if it wasn't for the state of Alabama, Ole Miss would be sitting pretty right now, undefeated. <laughs> they would. Yeah. yeah, that's that's incredible. And speaking of that, Mississippi State with a big win over Auburn scored uh, what forty unanswered points at one point. Well, we've all been talking about the story off the air. You know, this this was what I called the Brothers Bowl. I, <laughs> I was sitting there going, "All right, I got two boys that want Auburn to win, and one that wants Mississippi State to win. I'm just going to sit here in the neutral position and hopefully get a good game." So, since it was eleven o'clock game and the wedding went until late in the afternoon, I was like, "Well, I'm going to see this." Yeah. And and it goes twenty eight to three so fast. <laughs> And I was like, "Well, that's it. I got other, I, I got other things. I, can yeah. do. I even start yeah, looking for other games. Looks, I'm Auburn looked really good. Oklahoma. I mean, they look really good. Look balanced everything. I haven't seen them play uh, much this year, mm-hmm. but from what I've gathered from you know my complaining two sons that's, yeah. that tell the life yeah. of being an Auburn fan. Yeah, and guys, it, you should have been me explaining things to my dad who who is visually impaired. So I'm having to explain things to him because he gets frustrated with the announcers. They don't talk about the game enough mm-hmm. and, and he'll, they'll say, Oh, it's a completion, but they won't really yeah. describe it. Right. And I'm like, no dad, you don't understand. There's nobody within six yards of these guys that are catching the ball. It, Mississippi state's defense looks so unorganized in the beginning. Bo Nix was throwing and completing everything, yeah. everything in the early stages. Yeah. I, I thought, well, this is over. I thought Auburn looked crisp uh, they look. They look like. I mean, they like. They had springs on their feet. They were catching everything. They were. 
They were they were executing beautifully. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, these receivers everybody's been complaining about are making one hand catches, mm-hmm. and I'm like, wow, this is a completely different team. Yeah. And, and then I thought, taking nothing away from mm-hmm. Auburn because a lot of this has to do with how well Auburn was playing. Yeah. But I thought that Mississippi State, as you said, looked unmotivated. Yeah. It's almost like that 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 when you come off a game that you should have won, you know, if you just make simple field goals yes. against Arkansas, and Arkansas played great, but but Mississippi State had. Chances to win, they had to simply make easy field goals, mm-hmm. which leads to the tryout this week. By the way, <laughs> yeah. they have forty kids trying out for kicker at Mississippi State this yeah. week. Yeah, yeah, including Big Love. Auburn may be having tryouts too for by, a couple of positions. By the way, Brooks may be kicking for Mississippi State. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, oh, give it a good shot. luck, Brooks. Rick, gosh, I yeah. hope guys, he goes Big out Love there. on the back of that jersey, standing back there, <laughs> old school, kicking straight on. But but anyway, uh, the. the um, so I think to myself, well, this is Auburn's day. They 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 got their act together and look and, and look, you know, just. And it looks like Mississippi State's done. I, I mean, they they this is that last week took took the the wind out of their sail. They don't look like they even want to be here. They looks like they're standing around, and so I'm like, and that'll do it. So I so I get out of that, and I go, you know, I'm, I'm texting the Auburn brothers, hey, you know, great job, and, hey, who's this team? Hey, who's these receivers? Mm-hmm. And then I'm going over to Brooks, hey man, and he's like, you know, it's just life as a state fan, you know, like that. And I'm like, I know, buddy, you know, hope you got know. hey, I hope you have a good day planned, you know, yeah. And so I leave it. And then all of a sudden, text one from Big Love. By the way, we're coming back. And, I, and, I'm, like, and I'm like, yeah, Big Love's overly optimistic. Yeah, yeah. And, then I, and this is when I knew that I needed to turn it on. Blake, total implosion. <laughs> Look, and then, then then Brody at the game. What am I watching? Oh, What's wow. happening here? I can't believe what I'm seeing. And I thought, all right, I need to go back and check on this game. <laughs> so back to that something. Thing. And like yeah. you said, forty unanswered points. I think at one point it was that. It, uh, but it was a record-setting wow. comeback for Mississippi State and a complete meltdown for Auburn. And in the process, lost starting quarterback Bo Nix, who uh, put on social media last night that he will be having surgery on his ankle, and the uh, and rehab starts today. Yeah, and didn't they get the kicker hurt too? On the, the kicker, side? the kicker got yeah. hurt. Uh, Andres Carlson, and his status is unknown right now. I do believe that the, the tide had turned, no pun intended. Yeah, and I don't think I think Mississippi State wins the game anyway. But that targeting call, oh, ridiculous! What's happened to football? I don't know. And there was another right. one, another game. I yeah, what, what's happening to football? Right. You got a couple of them on there that's going to have that every game. By the way, two of them. Uh, we'll be back. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. LinkedIn.com slash Bubba. Uh, if you're growing a small business, uh, <laughs> that's hard in and of itself. Uh, many uh, owners out there in our audience are busier than ever trying to continue to do what needs to be done with fewer and fewer people. Uh, and then you get ready to, to fill an opportunity, and you really don't have that time that you need, but that's where you got LinkedIn.com slash Bubba. They are here to help, uh, and you can post your first job opportunity because you support this show. You can do that for free. Uh, just go to LinkedIn.com slash Bubba, and here's how it works. Uh, they develop a few screening questions uh, based on their conversations with you, uh, and you set those up. Then they use those screening questions uh, 
to to kind of narrow it down to you know they get rid of the candidates that really don't even meet the basic requirements. So then when you get to to doing the interviews, you're only interviewing the most qualified people. Uh, their network features over 770 million uh, people, uh, and uh, so they'll go find the ones uh, use, using your screening questions uh, that are the most qualified. Uh, so so put them to work for you. You can you can post that first job for free. LinkedIn.com slash Bubba. Uh, also go to RickandBubba.com. You find them right there under the sponsors. But now let me be clear on this. Right, right what I'm trying to say here. I have no intention of getting in the middle of the fans in our audience that that love Auburn and the fans that love Mississippi State. As you know, even in our family, we we have a little bit of both. So it's not about the game or this decided the game. That's this is not about that at all. No, I, it, it really isn't. It's right. a whole different topic. Now, the reason why I don't like these kind of targeting calls or these kind of calls is that here's what it does. It it then is unfair to both teams because now uh, it, it, it it took Auburn's any opportunity to do some miraculous comeback of their own to win the game. So that was taken away. And then when Mississippi State wins, because we, we all know college football fans, at church yesterday and then today on sports radio, all the Auburn fans will say, well, that's what cost us the game. You know, we didn't lose. Hey, we didn't, and then now this forty unanswered points and this mm-hmm. comeback by Mississippi State is tainted because officials seem to be making ridiculous calls. Now, I I don't. I guess here's what I think we all would agree. How many times on the show do we say this when we talk about the government or anybody in authority? If you'll just let us know what you want and be consistent with it, mm-hmm. we'll try to adapt to it if mm-hmm. you have the authority to make us. Right. You know, because at some point you're in charge. We have to do what you require. But here's the problem. No one really seems to know what a targeting call is, and just when you think you understand it, yeah. then they'll, they'll then they'll do another one and and they'll they'll say it wasn't targeting, and then they'll do one they say it was, and you're like both of those don't seem to be right based on what you told us. Yeah, and 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 now we're getting to the point where a defensive tackle sacking the quarterback, breaking free from a block, sacking the quarterback, and putting himself in a position that he can bat the ball down if the quarterback throws it, and if not, land on the quarterback and sack him. And now that's called a targeting because he lunged. Is that is that what launched? It, I think launched. the term is launched. But do you know? Do you know I thought you had to hit with your. Yeah, I thought she had to hit yeah. helmet on helmet. Yeah. And well, it's launching and crown a helmet and all that. Yeah, but, all but the quarterback's not bunch defenseless. Of factors. The, the quarterback's not defenseless. The he sees him coming. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, I know. We all agree that it shouldn't have been called. You know, the the heart of the idea is right, but the implementation of it has just right. Crazy. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, now, so so you're referring how, how to, to is this that, call how here? Is that how is that targeting? That, that, because they're saying because he jumped in the air. Yes, he launched. But, but, he launched. You know why him. you jump in the air? Because he may throw the ball. How about that? That's not a dangerous tackle. It's not dangerous. There was nothing. Watch. There's nothing dangerous about it. It looks dangerous. I mean, it looks you know devastating. You look at it, really not. Well, the only thing that's dangerous about it is his weight coming down on the yeah. quarterback. But how mm-hmm. are we going to stop that? In yeah, that's going to happen either way. Right. And uh, to me, he had his head up. Yeah, Look, he, hits him, up, his his face, he hits him with his chest. He hits him with his chest. That's that's ridiculous. I thought that's how we're wow. teaching tackling now, wow. to some degree. Uh, yeah, that's I, to me. That's it, what you're supposed well, to do. And, and, and we've been harping on this for what a couple of seasons now. How's that targeting? It, even <laughs> even if you if you call targeting, right? Taking somebody out of the game, I think is is a bad move because yeah. it changes things so much. And not in this game, but in in others. Um, it's just it's it's too much of a penalty for such a subjective call. Yeah. Now there's some that are clear. Hey, I put my head down sure. 
I got you. I, and like I, I you said, you. I even understand why we're doing it. And I, and I think the launching was more of a launching into somebody with the crown of your helmet. Right. Not yeah. If the helmet's I, not involved, why not, call it? Not I broke free, and I'm I'm taking – I'm jumping to – to, in case the ball is thrown, I can put my hands up, and as mm-hmm. you said, if not, I land on the quarterback. So I, it was. Um, I guess it, what I'm saying is, how in the world, how in the world, is a defensive line coach supposed to coach to his defensive line all across the country? Now we can't do this. So yeah, thing was good until you jumped up. Now, now you keep so if he would if he would just run through him wide open, that would have been okay. With no helmet because he he. And it wasn't much of a jump. I mean, no, he, it, really it looked wasn't. like he was just kind of breaking free yeah, of yeah. the people that may have had a hold of him down low or something. Um, that that is a is a major penalty well, that, and and it wasn't a critical time. It was third and like twenty something. Yeah, uh, went with the first down. I don't know that it would change the game, and and that's not this discussion. No, no it's not. But it's just no, when you it's blow just a lead like that. it's just the whole targeting thing. Understand why we're doing that's it. I don't play. know. I don't know how that. Was a danger to anybody on the field other than being tired? As you're clearly saying, up, he's got his head up, like they're telling you to do. Yeah, if he'd have put his head down there, yeah. you got another discussion. Right, right. And here's the thing: I'm even okay with them throwing the flag just so they can at, review it. Absolutely. Yeah. And I was fully convinced. Well, there's no way this is targeting. They'll yeah, pick I, up the flag. I did too. Mm-hmm. And I think the announcers even felt the same way. And then, of course, I'll go this far. I love to do I'll, these kind I'll of details. I agree. Again, you should have yeah. thrown the flag look, just to look at yeah. it. Yeah. I, I love to give these kind of details, and y'all will know. Y'all will love this. One of the things I love to do is drink orange juice over crushed ice. So, yeah, so, I, so I had Rick, orange. That is a good. Yeah, I had or, I had good. orange juice over crushed ice sitting over here on my right. Okay, <laughs> sitting in the chair. I literally looked down, took a pop, and said, "All right, he's not targeting." You know, and I thought to myself, "They need to look at it." Yeah. You know, but I took a pop, saying, "All right, well, that won't be targeting." I'll see what happens. Yeah. Fair. You know, and but see what we have here. The, the problem. This is not. I'm not concerned about the effect on Auburn. I'm not concerned about concerned about the effect on Mississippi State. I'm concerned about the effect on football. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Because. Do you realize defensive linemen, what they have to go through to even get oh, to the quarterback? To ever have a clean shot like that. And and so he's coming off blocks. His body's out of control. He, he's trying to get up to block the yeah, he's passer. He's supposed to think all that. He's supposed to think all that in, in seconds of, let me get my body right. Let me get my head he, up. Make, I don't want to launch. Even mm-hmm. though I just came through people who like have knocked my body in all kinds of directions, yeah. now I've got to get it under They're control. And, you know, and then if I don't get there and he throws the end zone, what happens to me on the sideline? Yeah. You can't let him throw that. Exactly. I mean, how did you not get to him? Well, I was trying to figure out how to position my body. Uh, you know, because you know what the guy thought. I guess as long as I don't hit him with my helmet and hit him with my chest, we're good. No, we, we don't like that launching. We, well, how am I supposed to block a pass? Everything else was textbook. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't either. I just weep for the sport of football. I saw a lot of these um, they're ruining it. targeting calls that were looked at, and they were looked at a short period of time and came back and were like, it's not targeting. How it was even called, it was like led, they led with the shoulder pad, hit him in the chest, and it was called for targeting. It was just bizarre, but I, probably at least three or four that were picked up over the weekend my, yeah, that were called. Yeah, my whole thing of targeting to me was brought about because of more tackles on receivers. Right. Defensive. defensive. I mean, that, right. I get clean that. that Blindside blocks. Blindside blocks. Even blocks. though it looks goofy with that dinner out, but I get it. Yeah. I had a son had to be taken to the hospital over a blindside exactly. block. Yeah. I get yeah. it on yeah. those, but yeah. but as usual, mm-hmm. we, we go too far. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we don't. We just don't know where to stop because mm-hmm. the ones and, in the secondary are pretty obvious. Yeah, and also, yeah. And, and here's what you'll hate. And this is what I'm talking about about the game. I don't know if y'all. I know you've been going to high school games. I don't know if you've been to any games this year, but I've talked to some people that have been. Did you have you been to one, Bubba? 
And he says what happens now in the stands, mm-hmm. every single time somebody's tackled in the open field, everybody starts screaming target. <laughs> yeah. yeah, The same people who said, I hate this targeting stuff, they start screaming target. No, yeah. that's exactly well, right. You know why? You're just trying to get any advantage you can. <laughs> My friend said, and they scream it from 500 yards from the play. Yeah. 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 You know, oh, yeah. Targeting. Uh-huh. And you know, but see, like they had a great view of it. But see, that's ruining the game because he said these are things that in the past the team on defense would have erupted and everybody mm-hmm. would have said, oh, what a great football play. Yeah, but now it's like every single open field tackle targeting. <laughs> every time, any good lick yeah, is targeting. Yeah. Anytime receivers say targeting, targeting, <laughs> and uh, it's uh, I, it's just ruining the game. Yeah, I mean there, that what we just saw was as pure football as you could see. Uh, it's not reckless. It's not out of control. It. It's. I just, how about this? Nobody was hurt. No. Nobody got hurt. It, I don't. Not even close. And and look, obviously it didn't hurt the quarterback. Why yeah. he kept playing? Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you just gotta. You got to be concerned about the game of football. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I know. know where this is headed. Like I got so, an idea where it's headed. There were some things that, that did benefit from these rulings, but now we, we're getting crazy. Well, what great people are given the ability to decide things, and they, they, they. I think that some of the referees now go, "I'm the, I got to be the next guy to, to do the right targeting call because I'm going to save football <laughs> from injury." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and I'm out here, and you know, with my part-time job, and I'm about to decide this game. But to, look. But in this case, I'm not talking about the referees on the field. Because guess what? There was no flag on the play. Y'all do realize that. There was no flag on the play. The booth, the booth alone made that decision. Are you serious? Yeah. So I the, didn't know that. The officials on the field did not throw a flag. Yeah. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ow. minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. We're back. 866. We be big as our number. We thank you for being with us. All right. So um, as we make our way back, I know I got and, and Speedy, you were part of it too. We gave you the warning on Friday, the game that Beth Mowens would be bringing you the play by play. We warned uh, did you see the the guy that was? I guess it might have been. I don't know where I saw this. Where the guy said that he was trying to teach his daughter how to drive, and he and he had to show on. And he said, "We're out there, and I'm just I'm a nervous wreck because I'm trying to keep my daughter from driving." All of a sudden, that siren went off of, of the warning of Beth Bowen, and he thought his daughter was getting pulled over. <laughs> so anyway, sorry about that. But anyway, just trying to warn. Mm-hmm. Well, look, let me tell you, Greg, Mama got. Hey, you think she wasn't fired up to have a walk-off 62-yard? Are we using the word walk-off too much? Yeah, well, Can it, you use well, it in no, football? But that is yeah. a true walk-off yeah. there. Okay. I'm, I'm, kick, I'm kicking kick, it and I'm walking off the field. And you go to the sidelines and the game's either won or lost. Yeah. You know? So Texas Tech's <laughs> – Texas Tech, I'm already trying to not be bad. Beautiful, love it, Texas. <laughs> the Red Raiders. <laughs> Down here in the beauty of Iraq. Uh, right. Taking on Iowa State, which Iowa State's, you know, a decent ball team. Supposedly. So the Texas Tech kicker like Iowa. kicks a 62-yard field goal it, it, as time elapses, mm-hmm. and Beth Mowens gets to call. Yes, all right. Mm-hmm. So here it is. <laughs> Boy, 62 yards for the win. Yards, yards, yards. Jonathan Garibay, the boot is away, and it's good. Wow! Walk-off win for the Red Raiders. 62. Oh 
They can't believe it. Uh-uh. There they come. 62 wow. yards. Just watch the operation. Snap. You're right, Kirk. Hold the kick. We knew he had the distance when he kicked it, but did he have the accuracy? And boy, did he ever. With the club <laughs> on the right hand. It, it just it looks so strange yards. when they put a ball down on the other side of the 50-yard yes, line. When, you're, when the emblem of the team <laughs> yeah. and you're holding it. On the other side. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and you're wow. kicking a field goal. It, it was really, 62 yards. 62 yeah. yards. It, the boot. There was the a boot, lot of the walk-off for the Raiders. There's a lot of fans filming from, like, the stands. Red Raiders. And seeing it Red from the Raiders. side view, to your point, mm-hmm. when, they, when he kicked it, from the 50. Look, look at that shot yeah. speed. Look, look they're at that, set up on, on the yeah. Texas yeah. Tech yeah. emblem. Yeah. Well, they're on their side of the, wow. of the 50. Yeah. Raiders and yards. To 48. Yeah. Greg, you know what? I just It just hit me when I was doing that just then. There's a touch of Shaggy from Scooby doing that. Let <laughs> me tell you, Scoob. She does, Greg. Give me Scoob one more time. Let me tell you something, Scoob. <laughs> All right, so let's listen. That's such a shaggy from Scooby Doo in there. Oh, it is. And a Scooby Snack School. <laughs> There's a little bit of that in there. there and, is. And, and so I guess what do you add to it? Uh, uh, and do it like a pirate, too? There's uh, a little bit of pirate in Scooby Doo. <laughs> oh, boy. It all, it all starts with yards, though. And like you oh, said, Bubba, yeah. she gets to say yards. yards and Red Raiders. Oh, yards and Red Raiders, Scooby. And boot. The boot. <laughs> the boot. And the boot. Walk <laughs> off for the Texas Red Raiders. There, mm. there were just so many weird things oh, man, going on funny. Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and then I, I, I looked up one time, and it looked like Sanford had hung 52 on the Florida game. Yes, you are correct. In the swamp. That yeah. was crazy. Is that yeah. right? Correct me if I'm wrong, not being disrespectful <laughs> to the Bulldogs, but it ain't like they're a great 1AA team this no. year, right? Don't no. they have like five losses? You're right. I think, so. I think they were 5-4, and 4-5, four, four and yeah, five, something yeah. of that nature. Nothing against them. Well, yeah, but for a large portion of that game, they were leading. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> they couldn't stop them. Yeah. This is, uh, this is, the, what is, this is the text <sighs> I got. From, That's weird. From, from, from Did you see him afterwards yes. again? He, uh, Mullen, I don't know what's well, up with him. Ever since you clubbed him that day, he hadn't been the same. I wasn't going to bring it up, Greg. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's just bizarre. His his press conferences yeah. are bizarre. So here's back when, when Brody thought Auburn was going to win. So okay. here's, here's what he sent to me. He said, for some reason, he asked me how old I was. He couldn't remember. And, he said, <laughs> okay. so, and then he says, I'm sorry, my phone just decided to ask that. I didn't mean to ask you that because I was jumping around. I guess that's what it typed. He goes, he goes, we're actually moving the ball, which helps. And I said, by the way, I'm 57 and a solid B.A. And he mm-hmm. says, okay, Dad, good to know. Also, by the way, Sanford's beating Florida. And I was, yeah. and I was like, what? And so, and so I, I – Florida, I know you scored 70-something, but you gave up 50-something. Yeah. To, to a middle-of-the-pack double one double-A team this year. I mean, they, they've been good. I know we so Florida just got rid of Todd Grantham, right? Their yes. defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Like, I, evidently, last they week. didn't replace him. They, I they mean, forgot did, to put somebody Yeah, I started spot. to say, did anybody pick up the headset, or did they just leave it laying <laughs> You know, there? we fired him. We forgot to put somebody <laughs> in his place. By the, way, by the way, this is Florida we're talking about. Florida. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, when they took Bama to the wire earlier this year, hey, they won the East last year, correct? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Took Bama to the wire, everybody saw hey. Yeah. Would you imagine where they're at? Gators are back. Choppity chop chop. Chip chop chip. Wait, what's chip. so weird about that is that all right, so they talked, they did a big uh, you were watching game day. They did a big story on this and I so I'm going off their reporting. But they said they were Wildly they, they, Corso. They talked they talked to other Boy. coaches and other teams that have Hell played no. Florida and said it's just not that. It's just see, the the players seem 
I don't know, unmotivated, uh, undisciplined, well, that's obvious. Uh, uninspired, uh, uninspired. It just it's 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 weird because you play some of the other top tier teams and there's structure, there's discipline. You can tell they're well coached. Here, this just seems like it's just organized. Okay, what the is. strangest thing of all of it was seeing Florida dance in the locker room after they survived Sanford. Yeah, yeah. see, that's yeah. embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Dancing. Yeah. And I mean really dancing hard, Rick, the whole mm-hmm. team. We should have left that with, part out. With Mullins, Mullins in the middle mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. After <sighs> you survived. Yeah. Wow. What he's doing Sanford. in this show. And fired his offensive line coach, too. He went yeah. from – and I'm, I just don't – in my mind either I'm misremembering. When he was at Mississippi State, I don't remember his personality being this way. He's the coach's player – I mean, player's coach, fun-loving. I showed up at the press conference with a silly uh, costume on one time. It's almost like he's changed his approach, and it's like he wants to be that buddy guy, and I'm sharp and I'm mm-hmm. funny. I don't know. And, I don't and, either. No. I don't I, either. Can I tell you what he also is? He's also, I wear funny shoes. Mm-hmm. Can, can I tell you who he is a little bit, too? He's the the guy from Saddam Hussein that kept saying we weren't we weren't landing in <laughs> exactly. Iraq. Exactly, he is. With, you're right. He, he, acts like, he acts like Baghdad Bob. He's Baghdad Bob. He always acts like. What are you talking about? We're fine. Yeah, he's <laughs> 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 not. Oh, you're not. You're really not. You were all over that. Yeah, yeah. Because can I tell you what it is? And we said it last week when you were out, and you you just confirmed it. Seen something I didn't even see. It feels like he's lost the team. You know that feeling you talk about a coach who say the coach has lost the team. It's like it's all just kind of. Mm. You know what it and I really don't know how feels like. Right? I guess they just don't want to mess it up. It, right. it yeah. feels like Alabama and Georgia have sucked up all the players that are any good at all. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, they they got people. They're sitting, on the bench. They, that's playing fourth string that could be starting at another SEC school. Back, right. Before they had scholarship limitations, yeah. when Bear Bryant would right. sign everybody, yeah. just right. so he didn't have to play Sign 150. Yeah. And, yeah. and they yeah. also said that you know, uh, recruiting is the lifeline of every program. I mean, it just yeah. keeps it going mm-hmm. and. Uh, their hmm. recruiting is just how not, they looking for next year. Anybody? Anybody? Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. a lot. Which, lot of which it, it, how hard is it to they're recruit to Florida? <laughs> uh, that's what I'm, yeah. could be worse. <laughs> I tell you, they're both. We, we brought it up last week's speech. Right. Florida State's not getting them. Miami's not getting them. Yeah. I mean, they're all right. going to Georgia or Alabama. Some, <laughs> some of y'all that love socialism, this will be the time to Bubba's point and Speedy. You just go to Alabama and Georgia, and you say, "Hey guys, this this isn't fair. Yeah, we we need y'all second and third team guys to go play for some of these other teams. We're going to limit y'all to five stars. Yeah. We only have so many. Yeah. <laughs> right. All right, top of the hour. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Well, this will be an easy one. Uh, if you want to get this show fired up, just start talking about bacon. Uh, and you know, let me tell you something. If you taste the bacon. From moinkbox.com, you, you'll, you'll order it right now. Trust me on this. But for now, uh, and you know, we, we love it. We're getting to taste it. It's delicious. And I'm telling you, go to moink, that's M-O-I-N-K, moinkbox.com, and, and get the best bacon that you have ever tasted. And also want you to check out what they've got uh, in steaks. Man, man, man. Uh, order it right now. Uh, look, it, it's so delicious. You, you'll be eating these steaks, and you can't believe the quality uh, they deliver grass-fed, grass-finished beef and lamb, pastured pork and chicken, wild-caught Alaskan salmon right to the door, helping family farms become financially independent outside of what we've been talking about, Bubba, Big Ag. you got to watch Big Ag. Uh, let, let's take up for the local farmer here. You know it's delicious, and, and uh, we've got a, an opportunity for you right now. Go to moinkbox.com slash Bubba right now. Join the Moink movement, uh, and you're going to get free ground beef for one year. Free ground beef for an entire year. That's one year of the best ground beef you've ever tasted, but this is for a limited time. So take that code Bubba, go to moinkbox.com, 
and uh, and to, to the URL, moinkbox.com slash Bubba, and get free ground beef for a year and enjoy all the delicious food available at moinkbox.com. Common sense is a superpower. American heroes, Rick and Bubba. It is six minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG. We thank you for being with us today. Uh, Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, the gang, all here. And we thank you for being with us. All right, so uh, let's uh, let's welcome back old Bill Bubba Bus. The area, Rick. Glad to be here. We were just talking a little college football. Yeah. Uh, you know, there, there's a lot of teams seem to be imploding right now, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. or you know, the standard term now is dumpster fire. There it is. And uh, but as even the ones that we've covered today, and there's there's been several, uh, none look as bad as Texas right now. Five losses in a row. Guys lost to Kansas. And and the, it's all and you're headed into the SEC West. Mm. Look, I'm gonna the, be hey, honest. I got news for you. There ain't no Kansas in the SEC West, <laughs> boys. Mm-hmm. Huh? Mm-hmm. Nobody. I <laughs> you're know coming it. to the meat grinder. Yeah. If you're Sark or whatever his name is, uh, nobody expected you to like, win the title this year no. or even the conference. But this is unacceptable. You yeah, can't it, be that. Bad. No, you can't be that. Bad. It's uh, even in your first year. Yeah. You, you, you get. I mean, I'm not saying get rid of them, but I'm just saying yeah. you, when this season's over, you go, okay, that didn't go like we thought it would. How be. can <laughs> so many teams be absolutely falling apart? I mean, it seems like there's just a long list of them that are underperforming. We, you want to – you want Is it back to Alabama and Georgia just sucking the whole country dry players? Is that what it is? Well, well, yeah, Greg and I were just around. talking. If we had the extended playoff this year, we'd have a bunch of sucky teams in. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. let me tell you. A bunch hey, of I hate to tell you. you <laughs> Been a while since I heard the word sucky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, well, you may not, I got it right. from Greg. Yeah. Drive <laughs> the point home. You may not have much of a first round as it is. Yeah. Greg, shouldn't you be concentrating on the diversity of Sesame Street? Oh, boy, I tell you right. what. I never thought about Please, it until I looked Rick, at that picture. Thanks. And I went, he's funny. not white. That was very, very funny. Is he? The, the postman was blue. <laughs> I know. But anyway, so. They uh, act like that there's white people all at Sesame Street. There ain't a white person on there. They're either orange or yellow or <laughs> Apparently puppets. Blue. Puppets. They were. They. How about this? The puppets, Now we have a Korean one. How about this? The puppets were diverse. They were all a bunch of different colors. They were. And yeah. who do you want them to add? Uh, uh, what Hon- I call him? Hank. Honky Hank. <laughs> Golly, I, that drew, that just one, just and Gary would be the voice for Honky Hank. Hey, yeah. hey, my name is Honky Hank. Yeah. Welcome to Sesame Street. Brought to you by the letter A. <laughs> That's it. That's, That's what it. I want. That's what you want. Right? Yes. <laughs> and he, we got him driving in a skid steer. Yeah, he's yeah, got he his own comes in. Kid, you know, kids love hey, mechanized equipment. Hey, hey, hey Burton, yeah. under you. Let me tell you something. Mm. If you just let my skid steer in here on Sesame Street, <laughs> I can move up down there. I'm Honky Hank. Hey, so welcome to Sesame Street. I'm Honky Hank. Brought to you by the letter A and the number four. (laughs) (laughs) Today, little children, we'll talk about trying to think you can have something. Oh, Rick, that's awesome. That is so good. I mean, I just, you know. Right. That's a story today. It's out. Make a big deal. No, no, Greg's point was 100% solid. I mean, if you want to go to the Muppet Show, they begin to develop. Yeah. You know, like the two old men and all this kind of stuff. But the Sesame Street, it's always been blue, yellow, orange, what, yeah. what green. Rick, what yeah. characters appear to be human are orange. Right. You know, the yeah. others are clearly monsters. Yeah. That's easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the ones that appear but to even, be human are not. But they're not white. But even that little round-headed postman who played a bunch of different uh, characters, he was blue. Yeah, yeah. he's blue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. 
Counts, I, I counts th- blue. I thought it was counts great. purple. Counts purple. Purple. Yeah. That's right. Cookie Monster's blue. Yes, mm-hmm. he is. Hey, Grover's blue. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm gonna take. I'm Elmo gonna take, red. Hey, hey, if y'all want to go. I'm gonna take Cookie Monster and Grover, and uh, and we're gonna head down to Lake Mitchell. I wonder how him and Oscar would get along. Not good. Uh. Well, I mean, you know, I don't like his disposition. <laughs> his he, he put a fake snake. His, his disposition. He, he ain't never in a good mood. He's in a bad mood. He's got a bad dispensation. Rick, every now and then, Honky Hank would show up with a dumbbell and scare everybody. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Today, oh. kids, I'm gonna scare everybody like they thinking they's a big thing called Bigfoot. Looks kind of like that bump of the wear. <laughs> 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 looks kind of like Ralph running through somebody, the woods. Somebody reach out to Sesame Street. We got something for no, you. No, you know what? Yeah. It, Greg, can I tell you what it is? This is all part of the fake world. This is pretend. There's not, we're, mm-hmm. we're acting like there's a problem we don't even have. I know. See, yeah. that's, that's so true. true. Uh, kind of like white truck drivers. Mm-hmm. We'll get to that later. Yeah, there's a story <laughs> about that, that story too. Real. No, oh, yeah, yeah I, I saw the video. I, yeah. And I, I was scratching my head going, what? I, no, what are you you're talking about a stretch. I mean, we're trying to turn everything into everything. So, so now we're afraid of. Of white truck drivers Rick, because they no, drive, no. they drive aggressively because they're most over fifty five and we're all Trump supporters and they drive aggressively, cutting people off and refuse to help. So that's you, MSNBC. Are, are they, I, I would are say they now using their truck to go get people? Or I, Rick, just just, make I, I would say the fifty five year olds are probably driving as safe as anybody out there because right they don't want to damage their rig. That's right. This is all, again, very hard this is the fake world you were talking yeah. about. But it's right. a fake problem. We're prote- guys, right. and we got some real problems. Some real problems. We don't have to do fake. Uh, I, I, I too. We're gonna we're gonna hear the soundbite of the uh, the economics uh, reporter oh, from NBC. Oh, yeah. Bubba! Yeah. And I I heard her when she said this on another show, and mm-hmm. I was like, you know how you'll you'll be doing something in a room, you hear it, and you go, what? Yeah. <laughs> I, I you know I'm amazed really at, at what's out there right now. Just amazed. <laughs> well, I mean, it, you you go from being panicked and scared to going, this is just bizarro. What some of you people y'all. Y'all don't know anything. Well, and, I mean, and, did you have eighth grade civics? Yeah, we, Mrs. Robinson wouldn't put up with this kind of answer. Yeah, and we got Mr. <laughs> Wonderful talking to Bill Maher about oh, yeah. inflation. Neither uh, one of those are known to be. You, you, know, you got to hear Janet. Uh, is it Yellen? The um, yeah, we'll do that next with the Fed. Yeah. You, you got to hear that. Yeah, Treasury Secretary. Yeah, well, I want to hear that, and I want to hear Mr. Wonderful and Bill Maher talking about it because some of this there's there, there's no politics tied to any of this. Their economics does not have a political view. Uh, Elon it, is trolling Bernie, which I love. Fantastic. <laughs> we'll take that all day long. But as you, here's the, and we've said this a thousand times, the problem for the children's story, The Boy Who Cried Wolf, when you see things that are, we make up fake problems, then people think all problems are fake and they don't take real problems. There seriously. it is. Right. Like you just said, I, you, I went from a point of being concerned that I'm like, well, if this is what we got going on, we must be all right. <laughs> I mean, really? We're, we're, we're concerned about white truck drivers? Driving mean? Well, they were Trump supporters, Rick. Mm. Yeah, they get, but again, they got to fuel a problem at y'all's point that's not there. Well, Rick, they cut people off, and they're also not very helpful. They're, they're not helpful? <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Am I look, reading it wrong? I, I, it, no, did, but look, I'm going to tell you right now, I've been on the road a lot here recently going yeah. back and forth. I, I don't know how some of you truck drivers make it. Your patience has to be people cutting y'all off, and, and it's a mess. I, it really is. It's a true mess. And, look, I know it all starts with slow left-lane drivers. It does. And everybody starts to panic. Oh, I saw some oh. and, and everybody starts to try to get around. And Hall I don't know famous. what these people are doing. I want to pull them over and interview them. We've talked about that. But, I, I mean, I've, I've seen a lot of truck drivers just trying to keep it on the road. Oh, yeah. I, I give them respect. I 
give them their. Oh, look, know, there's some bad apples in the group. Yeah, I, I don't, sure. I don't Especially deny the that, but yeah. I would say. But the, what did Donnie Osmond say about that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. You don't let one bad apple right. spoil a whole bunch of girls. No, you don't. No. One look, there's apple. there's a couple that get in the left lane thinking they can get around another truck, and it and, and, they, and it doesn't work out, and they just sit there beside and each that other. Aggravates me a little it bit. Does, it but does. But I go, you know what? That big old truck. Sometimes you just can't judge. Yeah. You well, can't. you can't. Sometimes when you're coming up to the mountain, you, you know. Yeah. You, you know, you see the mountain right. out there, and your buddy won't get it? out of it and let you over. But no. they're at each other. Mm-hmm. He's like, it's your fault. You jump that lane. I'm not giving my momentum. Yeah, no. that can that can be frustrating. But you got to wind them babies up. But I've been past a lot of trucks. I've I've seen that particular problem. I've looked in in the driver's seat and. You know the the diversity of that problem. It, it's not just no mean, mean white truck drivers. No, it is now, just sometimes any, any truck driver can misjudge a heel. That's right. Of course, now sure. you know y'all should know the roads better than us, as y'all mm-hmm. said. Just sneak up on you. <laughs> but uh, you know that, y'all know this road pretty well. Yeah. But uh, but now but, is it just in California? Was it a national thing with them trying to lower the age of truck drivers to eighteen? Yeah, because they was didn't that, have any. Right. Yeah. From mm-hmm. twenty one to eighteen. I think it was nationwide. Mm-hmm. I picture this. I don't know that I we, was talking to my dad a lot. Because an 18-year-old today is really a 14-year-old. Yeah. yeah. Picture, Pitch the keys to an 18-year-old. Tell them to get yeah. all over yeah. sure. Double-deckers yeah. and so all in my dad, as a senior in high school, drove the school bus or a school oh, yeah, bus. That was a common thing. Uh, it that, was a common thing. Now, picture, now, I would have Reese right now driving a school bus full of kids. I'm just picturing that right now. That's scary. Back yeah, it point. is very scary. Yeah. But, um, yeah, they did that. They pulled it off. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, so back then maybe. I don't know about now. Not not no. now, no. not now, no. not now. No. Now what we have that. now is we have, uh, unfortunately, we have young males trapped forever in infancy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they they're not growing up like like they once did. No, yeah. you know, lo- locally maybe just I mean just right around a little certain area maybe I don't know about long not, not, long yeah. hauls. I don't know about not that. the metro area. No. Fifteen minutes past the hour, eight six six. We be big as a number. We'll come back. Uh, we'll play some of those clips we talked about when the Rick and Bubba show continues. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us uh, as we start another week together. Will a meet back in play? All right. So, a um, couple of uh, sound clips and videos for you here. Uh, this this involving uh, the current state of the economy and inflation, and then we're going to get uh, we're going to talk about inflation and. Uh, can I just uh, say something about Kevin O'Leary? You, 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 you know him from uh, Shark Tank. Yeah. Mr. Wonderful. What a great name. I think he gave himself that name. He did. If I remember correctly, <laughs> he, he said, don't he you want to deal with Mr. Wonderful one time? And it stuck. And it, and it stuck. Um, what I mean, a great nickname to have that you gave yourself. Oh, it's yeah. a good one. Yeah, I've tried to give myself nicknames that didn't stick. <laughs> But big, big, big papa. <laughs> Large. Uh, Sometimes I, I came home a few times and said, hey, big sexy's home. He's home. And, uh, that, didn't, I didn't, didn't I, that didn't stick. Jigsaw. Right. Yeah, I love jigsaw. <laughs> but anyways, but let me say when you know when it sticks, when Adler comes and says, now when I play the Mr. Wonderful clip, I'm like, that's when yeah. it sticks. Yeah. 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 All right, so you want to start with Stephanie Rule or Mr. Wonderful? Let, let's start with Mr. Wonderful because I think it will set up a lot of the insanity of the, of the latter comedy. So Kevin O'Leary of, of Shark Tank is uh, on with Bill Maher, uh, who is starting to agree with us more and more, and it makes me feel strange. Mm. Uh, but anyway, so he's going to explain. Bill Maher's going to talk a little bit about the supply chain, 
But then Kevin O'Leary is going to say, well, let me tell, talk to you why we have inflation and all that and, and what's going to happen if we do the spending bill. So so here is Kevin O'Leary, I guess, on the Bill Maher show. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Or yeah. Whatever that show's called. Right, okay. So I don't understand how sur- some factors of the economy yeah. seem to be doing so well. The stock market still through the roof. Unemployment is less than 5%. They used to say 5% was the goal. And this is after a pandemic. So why are we having like this supply chain problem? If those factors are doing well, why can't we get stuff off the ships, yeah. trucking, w- 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 shelves empty? What is well, that? I live that problem every day. I've got investments in over 30 companies, and we're having major problems with the supply chain. Because countries that we took product and services from in the past pre-pandemic have not recovered the same way America has right now. They still don't have everybody vaccinated. They, they have all kinds of issues that are keeping their supply and their factories shut down. So it's really hard to get parts. And as a result, that's half the reason we have inflation. Regarding the stock market, you spend, you print three and a half trillion free dollars, put it in a helicopter and throw it down into the country. You, you're darn right the stock market's going to go up. So is the watch market, so is the wine market, so is the car markets. Anything that's a hard asset has exploded to the upside. Everything, because money is free. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, look, eighth grade civics, what causes inflation? Right. Not much supply and a whole lot of money. That's correct. That's what drives it up. It's not, it's no more complicated than that. Uh, And then, and and look, here's the good news. Uh, If you were this girl we're about to hear from and you're told, go out there and find something good in this, tell America (laughs) something good. What you told them wasn't really that good. So what you should have said, hey, it ain't as bad as Jimmy Carter. Right, that's all you can really say. Now, I understand that America has forced you to eat a Nutty Buddy bar. Yeah, I had to have one. I was so distraught. You, Thanks, America. You, you Thanks, with America. America and various sports teams. Serious straight face. Walked in. I said, I said, I said, oh, Nutty Buddy before breakfast. He said, it's America's fault. America made me do it. America he needed him. something yeah, I, to lift him. I had to have some turn of events. <laughs> right. I mean, the plane was headed into the trees. Bubba's answer, Bubba's answer to America and a few teams he pulls for, processed foods. Yes. You know it. Processed sugar. They make right. him happy, Rick. So here she comes, Bubba. I'm glad you've already had your Nutty Buddy bar pre-breakfast because <laughs> Stephanie Rule is about to really frustrate you. Oh, yeah, this, this, this is some really deep thinking here to All pull right. out this. All right, here Get we go. This. And the dirty little secret here, Willie, while nobody likes to pay more, on average, we have the money to do so. Household savings hit a record high over the pandemic. We didn't really have anywhere to go out and spend. And as we said a moment ago, we're expecting retail sales this holiday season to break records. For those who own their homes, the value of our homes are up. And while the stock market isn't the economy, you got over half of American households with some investment in the markets, and the markets have hit record highs. We got the money to afford it, so it's okay. So, okay. so, so that justifies. So to pay it. we have inflation. Somebody mo- get a Swiss roll. The mm. most we've had in thirty years. <laughs> right. Okay. Inflation. <laughs> let, let's just review quickly, students. What inflation no, is? Here we go. That means the dollar in your pocket is now worth ninety six cents. Okay, yeah. or ninety four cents. Ninety four cents. Yeah. Which is not uh, and. It's robbing you of your value, right. but somehow that's okay because your savings is up. You saved during the pandemic. Yeah, that, really. That that's mm. kind of like uh, you know, we, we have it. No. Just in case y'all are wondering, I, I started to yeah. say, who are who, who are these people? Who are these people? They're stacking and, up the money during and, the pandemic, and home values are <laughs> up, uh, which is great unless you're trying to buy one. 
Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's always two sides to these yes. coins, see? Yeah. So, you sell uh, yours and you go, well, wait a minute, I got to buy one. Yeah. You got to have somewhere yeah. to live. Yeah. What I, the? I, I did real good, wow, but now I, can't, now I can't buy anything close to what I had. Exactly. I'm yeah. back to where all this savings That's is. That's inflation, folks. Would y'all agree it's hard to, to be building up savings if your business is shut down? Right. <laughs> that makes it tough. And you've been deemed uh, not, mm-hmm. non-essential? Where's all this wealth that you said we accumulated during the pandemic? Let me ask you this. If everybody's got savings, if everybody's doing good, why are we printing money like the Mad Hatter and giving it out? There you go. Anybody? Yeah. Help me? Help me. Stephanie mm-hmm. Rule, I know you're a highly trained economics person, so help well, me on that You can tell one. that. You could put your Probably arms never around. Probably lemonade stand. You could put your arms <laughs> around some groceries we just bought on the counter. Okay? So that's not a lot. No. And Terry was like, you want to know how much that costs? I know. It's crazy. It's $125. Yeah. Wow. If you can find it. If you can find it. Well, we talked about it last week, and we it's pretty much locking down. Whatever a tank of gas was for you, it's now $20 more. Yes. $20 yes. more to fill up. Correct. And, oh, my friends, just wait. You haven't seen anything yet. Mm-mm. You realize that $20 hitting you every time you fill up more than what you were doing. Yeah, because you fill up a lot. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I bet you do. I bet you do. I do. I do. Yeah, I had people that were. Thank shocked. goodness I got wealthy during the pandemic, so I can cover. It. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Our, our business was only off about forty percent. We were just stacking up the wealth everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't. I don't follow that one. I, yeah. I'd, I'd like to see your sources on that study. That's a. Yeah, that, well, that's a dirty it. little secret. She said, "It's a dirty little secret." People well, don't like it, to talk about it. You know it why is, they don't like to talk about it? It is a dirty little secret. It's so secret nobody knows it. <laughs> right? Yeah, because nobody so. has it. I'll tell you this: Except it was a well, it was a well kept secret. Yeah, yes. it was. It was. Yeah, it's almost a made up secret. Right. <laughs> what it is. So if, it's wishful thinking secrets. What yeah. It really what, is. what it looked like to me is our economy completely shut down. People were like, "Oh my gosh, how are we going to pay our bills?" That's how it felt. Right. You know, and yeah, uh, yeah and lot lot of lot of people's. Livelihood Can, never, never recovered. Y- yeah, we act like that. Everybody just came back. They really didn't. Now, no. The only people who got rich were the toilet paper people. Now, they did really well. And the grocery store. Do, yeah, do we have time for Janet? Hardware place. Uh, yelling here. Do we have time or we're going to be up against heartbreak? Uh, we do not have time now. Uh, we come uh, back. want to hear from her, the Treasury Secretary. Oh, buddy. And uh, she, she kind of slips up here a little bit Uh-oh. and tells you what's really happening. But yeah. she'll be in trouble for this. She is going to be in trouble. She, and, uh, she let it out. I mean, really, it's, again, you, you've been sent out there, and they say, put lipstick on this pig and sell it. And it, there's just so much you can do. And eventually, she just finally said, nah, rah, rah. can't do it. Can't how'd, she, how'd she say it? We'll come back. The yeah. term she used was quite depressed. I know. <laughs> I know. But you're right. At least she's talking a little straight up in this here for a Hello. minute. At least you're not delusional like that other girl was. <laughs> well, I'm all that savings, y'all got. Yeah. I'd like to know the number of people who just has a bumper crop of savings to meet the inflation. Yeah. It's their little secret, Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, and we're glad you're here. MyPillow.com slash Bubba. It's a new URL we put together. That way, I, you don't. It takes you right where you need to be. Mypillow.com/slash/bubba. Uh, they're offering their premium bed pillows for just twenty nine ninety eight right now. That's a forty dollar savings, the lowest price ever. Plus, Mypillow slippers in whatever size, style, or color you want for fifty percent off. Giza Dream bed sheets and flannel sheets are also fifty percent off. And they just added bathrobes, sleepwear, and quilts 
to the ever-growing product line in an array of great colors and styles that are outstanding. Check them out at MyPillow.com slash Bubba. Save yourself 30%. Also, if you'd like to see an anti-Amazon option, what else can I do, Rick? Well, try my store. Uh, It's available at MyPillow.com. My store shows you entrepreneurs that are trying to get their great products to you, the public, and Mike Lindell and his staff is helping. Uh, MyPillow.com slash Bubba or RickandBubba.com under the sponsors button. So, Bubba, you want to to play one more here, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen. Yes, uh, she slips up here, Rick, may be in trouble because she she let a little truth out here. Okay, let's see what she says. Is this when she comes clean a little bit about the state of the workforce? Mm -hmm. Uh, uh Strong. And the supply of workers is not back up to normal. Right. Um, People haven't, labor force, unemployment is low, and um, labor force participation is quite depressed relative to pre-pandemic levels. Mm -hmm. I think part of it reflects concerns about COVID and exposure to COVID, especially in uh, jobs that involve um, public-facing um, activities. Quite depressed. So the she, job market. The job market is quite. Yeah, uh, she didn't add. I notice people are getting paid to stay home and do nothing. Yeah, well, that, I mean, that's, that's, that's uh, part of it. That's mm-hmm. she didn't. That's really a bigger part of I it. I noticed that was left out. What she was mentioning there. Not there. But there is some problems, and uh, yep. Yep. as you heard with Mister Wonderful a minute ago, mm-hmm. uh, the question is: Well, it seems like things ought to be going good. Why are they not? Right. Well, it's because the the left creates a utopian world that isn't real, and they don't know why everybody doesn't love their world that they've created. Yeah, the old universal income idea. You could see how that would really work good. Well, do you remember remember why the Soviet Union fell? Do you remember when they fell apart, what happened? Yeah. There was no no bread in the bread stores. Nothing, but especially bread. That's kind of where it all Mm -hmm. finally broke. Do you remember John? Where they go, there's no stuff here. Do you remember John Panette's bit about that? <clears throat> oh, yeah. Standing in yeah. line that long for bread. Yeah. That better be great bread. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I want to see people coming out saying, have you had the bread? <laughs> but the, uh, so, um, yeah. It, you, it, you know, the thing is, they, this, the socialist communist idea is everybody is the same, but everybody's not the same. You want everybody to be treated with the same fairness, but the outcomes are going to be different because people's motivations are mm-hmm. at different levels sure. at different times for different reasons. So you can't make an artificial everybody comes out the same on the end because it won't work. Right. It won't work because yeah. the people who are actually doing the work will quit right. and go, I, why, why do it? You're going to take everything that I make. Now, if you can reap some of the own benefits of what you're making, they will work. So we've seen it fail. I don't know why we're trying to repeat so much of it. Very strange. It is. Uh, I guess it was it. Uh, who was it? Was it Reagan on his second term that said this is a this is a very cam- very simple campa- campaign message? Are you better off now than you were four years ago? That's it. That's so, exactly yeah, it, it. That was the campaign. So I think it won forty nine states. Yeah, forty nine. I, I think including if, New York and California, Rick. Can uh, you even no, is that even no, a concept now? So I guess you can go back <clears throat> to the the build back better. Is that does this feel? Does your life better than it was? You know, I'm talking about the things in your life that matter. Is does it feel better than it did, even in a pandemic under the the other way we were doing things? Hmm. So anyway, I mean, I and you have to answer that for yourself, uh, Greg. Um, I, I can't believe that that this is true, but 
did I hear you say that you hosted a yard sale this week? <laughs> yeah, we had a yard sale. Um, you know, we're remodeling Lisa's dad's house that we're eventually going to put on the market. But we got some stuff, and then some of mom's stuff. Mom and dad downsized, so yes. we had a lot there. So we okay. said, let's, you know, Lisa and them said, let's have a yard sale. And I was really excited about it. <laughs> anyway, so I decided to, you know, I'm going to embrace it. So, I mean, I got out there, and I was the greeter when you come up. And I took you through the products. Through it, you know, hey, well, I want two. You offer me one. I mean, come on. Did if you, it just has two dollars, I'll just pay two dollars. Well, well, I mean, well they want to barter with you, Greg. Wait, wait a minute. Did you become I had a, Bi- a Bear Bryant picture that we had to, you know, do a little negotiation? Did you do a haggling? Yeah, he got left, got his car left, turned around, came back. Oh, oh did it? Yeah. <laughs> wait a minute. You became, to him. you became a yard sale haggler? I did. And we, well, and a we nicknamed this guy Jimmy because he looked like his name would be Jimmy. Right. Okay. Here comes Jimmy back. <laughs> and he had bought a bunch of different little stuff and that Bear Bryant picture. At first I said ten bucks. He was like, ah, I don't know about that. Ten bucks. So he left. Yeah. But then he came back. He came back. He don't think we settled on five. <laughs> but I got to go back to this again. You were you, you Greg Burgess. I was yeah. I, hey, what you looking for? What you got? Come on, my, I got furniture back here in the back. If you want to look at, it. thought I had it sold. My ba- my baby brother was a yard sale greeter. Yes, and you were that guy out there ready to make a deal. I was ready to make a deal. Bill Bubba Bushy. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you who loves a yard sale. And that's the Hispanic. Uh, people, they love a yard sale. <laughs> goes again. They do. Yeah. There's no, that's nothing. No. They do. No. I, 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 my, we had communication problem. Was my point yes. with a lot of them. How'd you? How'd you, you need you, the Google Translate app. I did. I did. But I tried to tell you. Did you just put O on the end of everything. How'd yeah, I did. You come like that. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I mean, we had a language barrier, but we got it done. Yeah, did you just go? Did you go with just holding up fingers? Like Jimmy tried to offer, like two dollars on a candle. Candles are expensive. Uh-huh. These old scented ones. Yeah, you want to talk down too. And and I got to give my sister in law a pass. She goes, "Hey, look, that's a that's a twelve dollar candle." Right. And he was like, "Oh, and this lady beside him confirmed it. Oh yeah, candles are very expensive." So he went ahead and paid two for them. Did you find two yourself <laughs> kind of easily going down on the price and the? Oh trouble? yeah. Did you get in I, trouble? I was get stuff out of there. I got right. Lisa called me in a couple of times. Say, look, you're gonna have to hold your prices a little higher. <laughs> But because <laughs> you just wanted it gone, yeah. Oh yeah, but you I walked through. It. We had a step you had to watch. I didn't want nobody falling. So did the did the <laughs> it was was the furniture work kind of bogged down? Those were harder sales. They're hard sales because you can't. I'm not giving that away for five dollars, you right. know. Yeah. But we did sell. We sold some of the furniture. Really? Well, I, I, your best bet on the furniture is the online selling online. <laughs> yeah, well, your marketplace like, guy like, now. Yeah, Listen, I'm telling you. But I I'm trying to go back to this because <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. I may have found a new car. I may start doing <laughs> professional uh, no, no. yard sales. <laughs> no, no. I know for a fact. Like a l- yard sale auctioneer. Right. Type Let thing. me tell you the ones that, that have got it. Greg, the out yard these, sale. When greeter. you buy these booths and you put your stuff in it and they charge you a booth fee and then they get a cut of what you sell, mm-hmm. those are popping up everywhere. Oh yeah. I'm gonna get me one of them, but I'm gonna work the room while I while I got it going. You know. <laughs> You know what we. Wait, what are you looking for? How you doing? Get you some ch- hot chocolate over there. Oh, had some hot chocolate. No, it's been a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> that's in your expansion. Yeah, that's later. I was just different. Picture this: we developed. I was miserable, not miserable. I, I wasn't excited about being there. And also, I looked. I said, "What? Well, let me give this thing a chance." I actually enjoyed it. You didn't enjoy I it. I did. Think about all the other Rick things Hagelin you would enjoy if you give it a shot candle. like that. That's a good hey, point. Look at Rick me. haggling over a $3 candle. <laughs> yeah, you're going to beat that. Well, for There's the whole for love, the whole Saturday, what you bring in? Oh, it wasn't a lot. I don't know. I wouldn't charge you. It was just, it was a lot less stuff. Really to bad. Haul it was off of no, no, no. It, it wasn't it, bad. He was just a greeter. It wasn't bad at all. I mean, Greg, picture this. We developed. You weren't in accounting. <laughs> no, I mean, they wouldn't let me in that. Picture, picture me doing And I'd help you put stuff in the car, too. Yeah. Oh, wow. Stufer. Yeah. Picture me doing this. <laughs> And if you want Greg to come, be the greeter at your yard sale, just go Greg to yardsalegreeter.com. <laughs> what I love, what I love, Rick. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea, is the, the games they play. How much more for that? I'll take 10. Ooh, Rick, walk off, start looking uh, at the stuff, and all of a sudden they'll come back over it. 
Are you sure it ends what you want? <laughs> Rick and Jimmy got so much got in his car left and then came back. Jimmy. Yeah, we called him Jimmy because that looked like his name was Jimmy. Well, <laughs> did, you ne- did you never as a yard show greeter take the time to know what his name was? No, I didn't. I didn't. Right, yeah. I should. Yeah, I'm going to work on that. Seems, but, like that same, seems like that could yeah, have been part yeah. of it. But that and, and, and I had one guy get in. I called him the customer of the day. <laughs> he just started. He he wasn't haggling the price. He he was grabbing just stuff, and and you would look at him and go, "There's no way he would want this." He must have. Lisa said, "What it is? He knows what he can get for it, uh-huh. and he's grabbing them. He's gonna go somewhere and sell them because y'all, oh, no there doubt. was no rhyme no or reason doubt. to what he was doing. He would grab. He walked in just. I take this. I take this. I take. And he he like he have like fifteen dollars worth, and he'd look and go, "How much for that?" And I say five. He go, "I here take this whole twenty. Bought a big cab. That's a guy knows what he's doing. But he, yeah, so yeah. he's smart. Because I got smart. what I, hey, I got what I needed. And he, yeah. If he can make money off of it, Greg, did yeah. you have anybody show up like Friday night or early, early Saturday and just offer you one money for the whole thing? <laughs> no, I was hoping for that because yeah. I've heard of that. Well, I love the one money yeah. people. Yeah. yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. But Lisa money. put me to work. She was in charge. Her and Pat, her sister, and I was just the hired help. But I actually enjoyed it. Oh, that means she's listening. Yeah, no, she's, I did. I actually. Hey, Lisa. Y'all watch. Morning, Lisa. I'm gonna roll this into something. You know so you're saying you had a bad attitude first? Though? I did, but it was a beautiful day. It really was a beautiful day. What, what, what turned it? The beautiful I, day. I enjoy watching people haggle over $2 stuff. I think the beautiful okay. day got us off to a good start. Yeah. Oh, it did. And I love how had people – When they had Warriors like win under his belt. Oh, yeah. That's right. That was a big one. Yeah. But listen, they had – I love, though, when they when they play like, oh, I don't know, you know, and you think hey, he's going to come back to that. Uh-huh. And then they come back and go, well, about three. I, four, you got a deal. Were you kind of making it up as you went, or, or did you know what you wanted to get for it? I was making. I, I'll be honest with you. I should have been a little more hardline. Is that what Lisa I got said? more? Con- yeah, I got more concentrating on moving product. Yeah, than as I did, and I should have yeah. concentrated a little more. I'm just learning, Rick. This was my first one. But I, like I'm those still, empty tables. I'm still. Back. But I tell you what, I, I made them feel like they were my friend, and, and I, I was glad they came. They kind of were my friend. Now the language barrier on some of them. Wait, and, and they'll wear my ass. Who are you? You hear me? Yeah, the Hispanic community will wear a mask. It's on the, it's on the, it's on your hotkeys on the bottom yeah, row. I'm hearing Greg, I don't think you have to keep you referring to any community. No, but yeah. I'm just saying that I, I met a lot of people I had a hard time communicating with. They're my friends. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> That's my whole attitude. They're my friends, and they were. I was glad they were there. Me They're my friends. Me. Oh, let me tell you, these guys, you love these guys. Their wives with them, and they come and they go. You got any guns or knives? <laughs> he said, "That's kind of what I'm looking for." I said, oh, no, yeah. "I ain't got none out here." You got any at home you want to sell? <laughs> no, nah, kind of hang on to what I got. He goes, well, if you got them now, let me know. He said, because that's what I'm looking for. So, Bubba, we're asked to believe that Greg got up on Saturday morning, uh-huh. his, his sleep-in day, <laughs> after going to a ball game on Friday night, and that he was a joyful yard sale greeter. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you think a Dale Earnhardt picture didn't bring something? Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I bet you got rid of that That bright painting. That was a hot item. I bet Greg, it I think I need to have you over to my house. Yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm going ready. through a cleaning out process. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm going to start doing it every weekend. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Eight minutes Bubba, to the top of the hour. I can't start another. Uh, we're back. I just, you know, there's so many things happening now that I can't wrap my mind around. And one of them is what Greg just told us he did Saturday. I can see him begrudgingly doing it, but claiming he was joyful and high energy. I just, Did he start out begrudgingly, and then as it went along, he got better? I don't know, Bubba. I think we've seen a Christmas miracle. <laughs> uh, so, so there you are. Uh, so many this year. 
Hey, I know that uh, Helmsy's already talked about early in the program uh, thanking uh, the the folks at um, where was it in Gunnersville you were last night? First United Methodist Church, yeah. Gunnersville, Alabama. Gunnersville, Alabama, my yep. wife's hometown, and uh, they are they starting uh, the discipleship strategy from themanchurch.com. Helmsy was at their man church last night. Uh, I was uh, in beautiful Bubba Cherokee County, just rolling up there, center on, Alabama. I mean, rolling up there on a nice fall day. Got mm. the fall colors, Weiss Lake, just rolling over the lake, oh, checking right. all that out. I see it. Uh, beautiful, beautiful part of the world, and had the opportunity to go to Pine Grove Baptist Church. Uh, thank you. Uh, we have uh, actually a transitional pastor, and he was laughing about that. Let me tell you about this. He says, which means I'm not a real pastor, and everybody started laughing. Right. So Michael Young, <laughs> so Sherry and I were at the beach years ago. Think about how things work. So sometimes if you know, you do, you'll have this, I know, when you go down the lake, there's there's options to go to like church by the lake. And if you're at the beach where we go, there there's churches down there, you know, that, that operate, more tourists are there and all this. Mm-hmm. And so Sherry and I, uh, down at Rosemary Beach one time, she said, well, look, this, this is a beautiful little chapel. Let's get up Sunday morning, go over and go to church. And we go over there. Mm-hmm. And the guy, I go in there. I think I told you, I just don't remember, it's years ago. So I'm down there. I go in there. And the guy who is the pastor for the beach church, at Rosemary Beach is from Lake Gadsden, <laughs> and, uh, and and so from that that area in Cherokee County up that way. So right. Michael Young now he reaches out and says, "By the way, we, we're together again." And <laughs> I said, "You got to be kidding me!" He goes, "I'm up here at Pine Grove now as their transitional pastors. They're about to you know search for a new pastor." So anyway, that we had uh, we had a, a man church. They have already gone through all forty weeks of the pursuit curriculum and are about ten weeks into the second curriculum. Uh, real men of the Bible, so they are one of those places that says, "Hey, we can tell you what this has been doing for our church." Mm-hmm. Matt, there were other churches there that also have started doing the pursuit, and they were telling us some great feedback. So this was kind of almost like a a celebration that, "Hey, this is really cool. rolling," yeah. and the men are real serious about it. And certainly, there were visitors that were there too. But uh, Keith Tolbert is kind of uh, overseeing the men's ministry there at Pine Grove Baptist Church, and and they met some other folks from like Grace Point. Uh, they were there. They're also doing it. And it was just a great night of worship. How about we had a kid, Jonathan, I can't think of his last name. We had a kid that came all the way from Tulsa, Oklahoma to lead worship. Drove 10 hours. Really? Really? Yeah. And I'm like, I, I went to Keith and I said, I'm not sure that was necessary. Wow. I mean, we can't find somebody closer to play guitar and take us through some praise and worship Can songs. we get somebody it's off Wise Lake? Lake. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> surely, surely we got somebody can pick over our Wise Lake, don't yeah. we? Yeah. Come on. But Bubba, 10 hours. So I got to spend time with the guys wow. and have dinner and. I uh, took a uh, took a friend of mine with me that Scott you know was kind of saying hey I want to see what this is all about and um, so I, I, he got to see that Southern hospitality he's kind of new only been to Alabama about two years and uh, I said if you if you want to see Alabama you go with me to Cherokee County for a men's event ah come on and so we had you know had great food and uh, got to spend time with all the you, you think they didn't have stories to tell Ooh. I just sat around just listened to the old men talk I and the young that. guys listen and and just had a great time it was it was just um, it was just a wonderful evening, and uh, and it was a very very good service, and I was honored to be part of it. So thanks to Michael Young, the pastor, for uh, uh, trusting us, and Keith Tobert, all the hard work. Keith Keith's been traveling around trying mm-hmm. to. I mean, everywhere we'll have a man church, Keith will be there. He, awesome. he was trying to get there. He, <laughs> he wants to talk to other churches, know what they're doing, and man, they are seeing the fruit of it. So hey, disciple men change everything. Well, I know that's a that's a, and we hear you. We matter of fact, it's you've had on air discussions about the, the the battle between all the good food and hospitality, knowing oh, you have man. to speak, yeah. and, and do I eat that? Do I not? Do I go all in? Do I not? And I know Helmsy, you don't like to eat before. Speaking. I don't. Matter of fact, I, I tell them I, if you want to pack me a plate, that's fine because yeah. they usually offer that, mm-hmm. and because they. 
most of the ones are listening to the show, they know this about us. So yeah. we'll get that text. Hey, I know you don't like to eat before you speak. Would you like me? I'm like, sure. <laughs> so last night, the entire way home, even though it was post 10 p.m., wow. I had not had anything to eat. And I had a big plate of barbecue, <laughs> mac and cheese, and baked beans. Uh, At 10? Well, here's what I did. I think y'all I think y'all be okay with this. I was about to say, you're you about to have night sweats. I actually, <laughs> I actually went in and yeah, had a couple of bites of the barbecue, a couple of bites of the baked beans, a couple of bites of the mac and cheese, and I put it in the refrigerator for lunch today. Did you tell it be, you and know, I hey, can't I'll be wait, back? Because it was delicious and it was hard to put down. <laughs> Yeah, like putting that down and going to bed was tough to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is tough. Oh, it's delicious. I always just push on through. Yeah, I, I go ahead and eat. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And, and the reason why is because I don't want to miss. You know, I just I don't like being the guy that everybody's in there talking. We're all telling stories. My goodness, we got to tell. That was the place where Bubba killed that woman stay, snake. Yeah, and you know where we had all those, <laughs> the huddle house. That's, uh, yeah. all, I mean, I was within you know uh, did half the stuttering a mile of that. guy come by chance? I, I didn't. Where's Bubba? Bubba? He was. That's where the stuttering guy was. That's yeah. where the wild animals were, and it's where the snake got killed. Uh-huh. So I was back in a very very hot Ooh. Rick and Bubba bed. Yeah, and these people been listening for over twenty years. You know, and. And so I don't want to miss we're all yucking it up because mm-hmm. the food's part of that. Yeah. If I'm the guy sitting there not eating, everybody's like, come on, man. You try that pork tenderloin? Hey, what, did you get, you, you, well, how come you ain't got no mashed potatoes? You just hate being that guy. Thank you, Rick. <laughs> you know, it, it's it's like. I just sit there with my sweet tea and hang out. I know. Hey, mm-hmm. hey, my wife worked all day long on this banana pudding. You don't want any? No. <laughs> so, yeah, you can't be like that. You know, I mean, you gotta you gotta make something happen. <laughs> you do, yeah. You do. And, and uh, so <laughs> now I, I will tell you this: I've learned over the years. Pre gallbladder, I probably wouldn't have a problem with. Yeah. It. Now, Bubby, you don't I just don't know. You, now. you don't like to eat before you're getting up. Doing no, 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 no. That's no. A, that's a that's a strange oddity that you and I don't share in common. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I'm just you know never know. <laughs> no, I know. I mean, now look, no. it can double back on you. Yeah, yeah, and that's the scare. Yeah, I've been that- I've been fortunate. Because I tell you what I don't do. Now, I made this mistake one time at a wild game feast. And it might have been the one that you and I were at that time, Bub, over in somewhere in South Georgia. And you can really, really make a bad, bad move at wild game feast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A wild game feast oh, yeah. can be really, good. really bad. Well, what or do you do people too? are making spam ice cream. Right. Well, With this type of food, I, it's hard for me to stop after a certain amount. I know. So then I go up there and I'm like, I feel like I need a nap. Well, the, I don't feel like I'm, you know, I well, can't, I can't do that. Well, the wild game feast. Voted down. Well, yes. Here's the problem at the wild game feast. If you go to a true wild game feast where there's a variety, not a wild game feast that says it's a wild game feast, but it's catfish and hush puppies only. I'm talking about a true wild game feast. <laughs> is all of a sudden you can start having Noah's Ark in your stomach? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've I just eaten too many a variety of animals. Yeah. <laughs> I put a variety of animals in there, and they're fighting. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, they're you, wanting out. You yeah. don't want that. <laughs> your stomach looks up and goes, "Really? Yeah. You think yourself? Get us off this ark." I remember one time saying, "Should I've eaten a lion?" That didn't, <laughs> I felt wrong when I did it. <laughs> Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Just ain't no other from 
song. Seven minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. Thank you for being with us. And we will talk to you this hour. So we'll look for some opportunities for that. Willow Meets back in play. Glad you're here. Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, uh, out again uh, this weekend. If you uh, if hadn't had a chance to grab that, uh, you certainly can. Uh, so uh, hopefully uh, a lot of you got to grab that. Brad Edwards was with us. Uh, and you can go and, and listen to that on your time if you haven't already about his new book, uh, Dynasty by the Numbers, and you can uh, hear that uh, interview about his time at ESPN and what the book is about. It's um, I think you'll enjoy it. It's really really kind of uh, interesting and fascinating how he's kind of looked at some of this. So, uh, Bubba, welcome back. Glad you're here today, buddy. Rick, I'm glad weekend. I'm here today, too. Hope you had a good weekend. Oh, we did. We had a great weekend. Talking about Brad Edwards, Rick, he texted me not too long ago and said, of course, your audience is unbelievable. Of course. He said the book sales since the podcast are – he hadn't seen numbers like that. Look, people people love to get access to this audience because this audience responds. Yeah. Bottom line. Yeah. So uh, book uh, com is the website because uh, he is <clears throat> self-publishing that. It's not available just anywhere, but you can get it there. Um, all right, so um, was that me? Who was that? I don't know. Uh, I think it's number two. I don't, I don't think it's me. I don't know what that is. Doggone it. That gummit? Who am I? Yeah. So, Speedy, I know that you have returned. Your dad mm-hmm. is doing great. Yeah. He's recovering <laughs> from open-heart surgery at the ripe old age of 80. Yeah. And your dad, you've told many times, is legally blind. He is. Yeah. So well, sometimes you have to say that because it's that's a big factor. That plays a oh, big role. Oh, the fact that I can't see. Yeah, that plays a huge yeah. role. Turn the lights out <laughs> in your room and try to walk around at night. Yeah. So, um, and this or was in the day. Yeah, the, and this is something he had struggled with long, progressively problem from way on back when he was a young man, mm-hmm. right? And, yes. And it just this was something you that if you live this long. Mr. Wilburn, this is what's going to be like. This, yeah. yeah, yeah, and and how? But to your point, he could see early in life, sure, and really up to probably fifty or so. Mm-hmm. And they said that his eyesight would slowly go away. He had a actually a brain tumor when he was really young, and it set on his optic nerve and, and cut off the blood flow and all this. Praise God, all that was removed, and he's he's fine. It's just that affected his eyesight, and they said it's going to start deteriorating Fading. and going away and, and sure enough it has so, so you've been there you and your sister <clears throat> have been rotating because yes. you, you've got a, a dad who's 80 home yes. from open heart surgery yes. you can't see right and a mom who's close to the same age yeah right right, right there with him so right so you know need, need a little help yeah need yeah. a little help yeah, and, you know and, open heart surgery patients they can't yeah. do much themselves. no no as the open heart surgery Especially doctor if they can't see yeah said it now <clears throat> if we fall now we got another problem right see now we got now we're dealing with the fall uh, this is all this can be hard enough as it is right yeah and so you got that, and and he is not one that has ever used a cane slash walker. And I'm not talking about like you see the blind using, you know, the long one. They tap, 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 tap. I'm talking about just a, a regular old walking cane, cane, walking yeah. cane. Uh, and and so I talked him into that, and I said, Dad, let me go get you one, just because when when our equilibrium goes off, we lose balance. We we can see what to catch ourselves with. Oh, there's the recliner. Yeah. Oh, there's the counter. You know. Oh, I can. Uh, he can't. So he's just grabbing for air. So I'm like, that's going to give us a little bit of a safety blanket. You know, uh, just flying cover, so you you can catch your balance if that happens. And so he's he he said okay, and he's been doing really good with that. A couple of things from my visit with him uh, that that I take uh, I took from this is. I don't use, and I hope I don't send off so many phones, Siri enough. 
I don't. I don't. They use it for everything. Okay. All right. My dad will be talking to what he calls her. Well, let me ask her. Okay. Uh, and, uh, and, and he'll be over there talking to Siri and my mom at the same time on both of their phones. I'm sitting in between them on the couch. They're in their recliners. He's asking Siri what, what, how cold it will be at 4 a.m. And she's asking Siri another question. And, and Siri's responding to both it's of them. It's a third member of your family. I have actually, by the time uh, he'll go, he'll say, "All right, I'm about to ask Siri something, you know," and yeah. I'll try to Google it to see if I can get it before. It's just a little game I play, and it, he beats me every time. How about that, it's really <laughs> unbelievable. So I started showing out a little bit in front of Terry when I got home, and I started asking Siri. So you're back stuff. on the, you're on the Siri wagon. Yeah, I, I just like you know, hey Siri, what what uh, how cold is it going to be at 12 a.m. Well, you and really you like, just messed a lot of phones. I up. know. Sorry about that. Um, but so anyway, I, I really, really, really uh, took a, 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 I guess, a big lesson from that that I don't, I don't use that enough. But um, so the first night gets there, and I had a little bit of, uh, I wouldn't say anxiety, but I was concerned maybe a little bit when it came to eating. Okay, um, I, not, the yard work and everything. That's that's my area. I, I knew I was going to have to pressure wash. I'd taken every bit of outdoor equipment we got at the house with me in the truck, and I knew that that was going to be my area. Uh, my sister is like you know uh, a Paula Dean. Okay, she can cook anything. So not, I you not I, so much not me not so much. It's like all right, what are we what are we going to heat up? Not what are we going to cook? <laughs> right, yeah. uh, but all week yeah. long, I had heard about all of these meals that she was cooking them. And I'm like, good night alive. You know, I mean, they're just eating. All the uh, food's amazing when I would talk to her. Mm-hmm. I got to heat this up. You know, oh, it's yeah. unbelievable. So she set a, a really an unattainable goal. Yes. So here I come. And I'd ask Terry. And, the, and you hear the crunkling sound of a paper sack. Yes. I'd ask Terry. I said, honey, I said, you got to come midweek or something. Please, for the love of all that's good. Please do this. And I me. asked Lynn. I'm asking sister, directly. Please make so much that there's leftovers. That'll get me a day or two. Uh, and, and I can, you know, I'm not great in the kitchen. I can cook certain things, but don't get me. I mean, Terry can, you know, go through, okay, we need this much of this, this much of this. She's getting spices and stuff. And then we go and we make it me. Not so much. It's like, all right, we got hamburger patties and what else you want? You know, I can do that. And so I get through that. But the first night that I'm there, I'd already, you know, gotten through. Okay, I got to feed them. I got to, got to get that going. I, it's 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 bedtime. All right, let's get upstairs. So we get up the steps, which you know is tough because I thought he was going to have to go back into the hospital Friday because he's developed cellulitis in his leg, and that's uh, an infection uh, there of the cells under the skin. It's not like MRSA or staph or anything like that, but it's it's just an infection. It's extremely painful. And so he's really done well with his walking as far as his breathing goes. Hey, you got to walk 45 minutes a day. So we would get out and we would do what I call walk two mailboxes and come back. And we'd do so that. He's over oh my gosh, you've got he's your dad on a yeah. you got yeah. your dad yeah. on a routine. Your dad's on some yeah. workout. Yeah. What what number is this or what do you call this? Well, routine? it's granddaddy's workout number one. Okay. Uh, okay. Right. But and so I'm one. like I'm granddad like, Dad, one. we're gonna start the timer and let's let's get it in. Now <laughs> it's not forty five minutes all at one time. It can be in different uh, increments throughout the day. It just needs can, to total that up. Can I ask a question? Because you were telling us that he, you know, struggles visually. Yeah. How does he know when he gets to the mailbox? I tell him. You tell him. I tell oh, him because he's, he's he can make him go as far as he, he likes. Wants. He likes to grab my right elbow 
and then and then we're going to go and he what can see. What kind of walking stick did you get? Did he get a did a cane? Or yeah, a it was. Stick it kind of it kind of has an L as the right. as the. As, I mean, as, you get him something sharp. The handle is it one of them like with the four minis at the bottom? Yes. Yeah, that was yes. a real. Problem. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. 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 Did he, I mean, does it look like he means business? He does. Does it like he means business or do you look nursing home? No, it it looks like he's mean means business. And it actually it it put him a horn on it too, so if he gets off track. Yeah, at the bottom it it also kind of it kind of will give to the direction that you. Standing, yeah, it's got a little and spring it, action yes, on it. Yeah, yeah. so it's but yet the the, the feet Firm up the feet the will stay on the yeah. ground. Like so it. that's good. Like um, but so but anyway, so to set this up, it's the first night. We finally make it up the steps, which there's 13 of them. Mm. If you're counting, no, you've counted them oh, a, 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 a ton. And I'm just standing behind him, and I, you know, I'm I'm behind his hips, going, all right, let's just make sure we don't come this way. And we get upstairs, and he goes to use the bathroom, and I hear, uh oh. I'm like, Dad, you know I need to come in? Oh, no. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Uh, 21 minutes past the hour. Don't do that right coming out of the break. I mean, yeah. That's something you got to tell me first minute into the break. <laughs> Give me four to adjust. You know what? So, so anyway, we're back. Speedy, uh, you know, we're all, you're, you're hearing us go through these different stages of life right here on the show. Sure. And uh, we were in the, you know, we, we were, Bubba's out ahead of us, uh, but he, he went through this. Uh, but the, the taking care of aging parents. Yeah. And uh, so Speedy's got uh, eighty-year-old parents. Mm-hmm. One's had um, how many bypasses? Five, five bypasses, and can't and is blind. Yes, and uh, and then of course mom. You know she's also equal age. Yes, so cancer survivor. Praise it, God. Praise God for that. And you're pushing your dad up the steps as the last with a cane. The last mm-hmm. we heard from you, mm-hmm. and he went in the bathroom. and We heard the term "uh oh." Yeah, yeah, um, and that that's not good. Um, no. Now, now <laughs> again, you know, we're getting ready. We got we're getting stuff ready for bed, and it's so funny how structured and or, how structured and organized he is. Right? I mean, he's got to have stuff laid out because that's where he goes to. Right? And um, and you know, it's it's really it's really dark outside. It's late. Um, none of the lights are on in, in, in his bedroom. So I'm trying to find my way to a lamp to turn it on. And I'm thinking, so this is his world right here. This yeah. is, I mean, this is how he functions. It's just pitch dark, you know. So I go over and I turn the lamp on and he's, he's starting to kind of get un, undressed and everything. I'm like, all right. So, uh, and, and so he's getting ready for, you know, to get in the shower and everything. And so, uh, we, uh, you know, there's, there's two, there's two cleanings a day that you have to make sure that all the incisions and they're looking great that, that all that's done. So we're doing that. And, and so he's like, son, if you don't mind, go turn that shower on for me. And I'm like, all right. So I go in, turn the shower on, come out. And, and then he goes in behind, behind the, the door and, mm-hmm. and, uh, he, um, he goes to, to use the restroom and everything. And I hear, um, I hear, Oh, mm-hmm. and I'm like, Dad, you all right? Mm. And I'm talking through the door. So it's, mm. Dad, you all right? Are mm. you good? Mm. Uh-oh. I can't see what's going on, but I think we got a problem. Mm. And I said, uh, what's wrong? Mm. And he said, well, the toilet won't flush. Oh, my goodness. Uh-oh. Mm, my goodness. I said, That's, that, that is a problem, Dad. <laughs> That's a big problem. And he goes, and, the, um, and it's bubbling. Mm. And I said, it's bubbling. <laughs> and, I, and, again, I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> I was like, uh-oh. 
And uh, we call and, that we call that the Carl Lewis. Yeah. Oh. And and I'm like, well, Dad, what about the shower? Uh, and of course, he can't see it, so I've got to get in there now. And I asked this question. I don't know if if they built houses differently or if just people have gotten bigger. But, right. um, I, will, but I will go with the latter. Yes. Um, <laughs> right. Houses that are older in age, yeah. everything's smaller. Yeah. I'm talking about the, the toilet's like a little hole. It's kind of you funny know? you said that. Last night I actually spoke of when we grew up, undoubtedly houses were built expecting you not to stay in them a lot. <laughs> I guess not. I guess not. Right. I mean, I'm talking right. about rooms are smaller, yeah. ceilings are shorter. Bathrooms are tiny. T- hey, tiny. Yeah. yeah. All right. Nobody so, expects to spend a lot of time in there. So he's standing there, and I go to open the door. And, you know, I'm like, you know, I'm thinking to myself, I wish I was blind. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> no, uh, no, I said Joe. Um, and so I'm like, Dad, well, let, let me see what's going on. He goes, yeah, I don't know what's happening here. Well, we got the shower filling up and we got the toilet bubbling. Ooh, All right. Oh, my gosh. Now, you got problems. We got major problems, and this is my first night. Better call Stego. Yeah. <laughs> And so I'm like, oh, no, this is not good at all. Did you say <laughs> septic or No, sewer? no, they're sewer. They're okay. sewer. But there was a problem with everything upstairs getting to downstairs. Mm. And so uh, this is not good. I'm thinking, oh, this is not good. This is granddaddy right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's calling mm-hmm. me. I hope he's okay. I, do I answer this? He might need me. Or is he? He's you probably, would have oh, no. thought he would have called the show or had Siri do it. Uh, oh, if, no. If he was going to be on the <laughs> air. Do I need to do Hello? Uh-oh. Okay, that, can can I call you right back? I'm on the air. Is, is everything okay? Oh, okay. It, it, is, it is. It is. I'll I'll call you right back. We'll get to the bottom of it. Mm-hmm. All right. Love you. Bye. And you kind of wish he'd ask you what time it was. So he's obviously not listening. At no, this but no, we, no, no. He's like, definitely you, not listening. I don't yeah. think. I thought there was an emergency. I, I apologize. Well, because he would have called the show if he was on China. The fact okay. that he called you on your so phone. So there's not an emergency. No, there's not. No, no. But <laughs> well, it is to him. Okay. Uh, he got, he got a, a, an appointment reminder that he's got an appointment today, and okay. he doesn't. So okay, we'll get to the bottom. A little of that. panic. That's yeah. All right. No, um, so anyway. Uh, where was I? Oh, so I go in and I'm trying to get around him. All right. So now understand now we're close. All right. And I see can that. I, can, I, I, can I just ask this? Yeah. <laughs> is he prepared to shower? And I'll leave it at that. Um, he is. Okay. He is. All right. He is. Go ahead. Yeah. Tied in there. And, and so I'm looking at the ceiling, you know, trying to get around, mm-hmm. you know, and I, so I get over and I confirm, all right, we got things, we got a mess in here. Okay. All right. Now, I mean, I, as far as just things overflowing and, right. and, and all that. Right. And so uh, he says, hey, uh, we need to call Jeremy. And that's that's a, a, a friend of his that's taking care of them for a long, a long boy, time. you got to have a Jeremy. You do. Everybody and, needs a Jeremy. And, oh, I love and, a Jeremy. And, 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 uh, and so with Jeremy, you know, he can't get out to the next day. But he says, I can, I can get there early. All right. Well, now that and, presents a problem because and now. And you didn't need that. No, <laughs> because now I go to the other bathroom and it's doing the same thing. Uh-oh. So we have two bathrooms upstairs that aren't working Uh-oh. at all. I'm talking about at all. And and now he's got to use the restroom and, and we're not moving fast. Okay. <laughs> so, and he's on Lasix, which is, is supposed to help, you know, and, 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 well, you have to use the bathroom a lot when you're on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we got to take a shower and he wants to shave. And I mean, we got problems. Okay. And this so is my I first night. I can't shower night. and I can't go to the bathroom. I, I can't do any of that upstairs. All right. So we got to get down. And, and we got, and we got a toilet that's at the top. It's not, it's not down. It's no. at the top. 
And and so if because it was at the bottom, I would just time, say use the bathroom. I don't care. You, you, you don't know? know at that time. You don't know if you have a problem yeah, at the bottom. You right. don't. Yeah. You don't. So I, I quickly tell him just hang on to the wall here mm-hmm. and and I'm just not hang sure on. the word quickly is going to be used here. Yeah, and and let me run downstairs. And make sure to your point that we're working mm-hmm. downstairs. Oh, I see. You're going to go by yourself. I'm okay. go. I'm okay. going to go flush and turn water on down. We we're got a working, shower down there. We're working fine. We, we don't unfor- uh, unfortunately. Okay. So right. that's out, Dad. Okay. All right. Let me turn that shower off. Turn that off. No other that's, options. That's, right, that's right. probably I, not helping. Now, yeah. I know you were really looking forward to that. Right, two-word sponge bath. Yeah. So the next morning, it comes out, and apparently uh, they had to get up on the roof, and the problem was the line that was send it, that sends upstairs to downstairs, there was a problem, and they had to use some type of machinery to, oh, from the roof yeah. in. Oh, yeah. They've had to do this at my house. Yeah. Yes, uh-huh. and, and, and we, had to, we had to clean it all out. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'll make and dirt and stuff come through the... Oh, Saints it's it's. And, I mean, yeah, it'll it'll, it'll, it'll clean you out. It's, it's I mean, weird. we got things we got to yes, clean. Yes, yes, yes. Weird deal. Oh yeah. Well, so that, it was a pressure thing, or they just rotor rooter it? it kind of rotor rootered it, uh, but Lockage. it was it was this this crazy deal where they had to get up there and then and then turn this yeah. this pipe that goes through and it cleans it all out through or whatever the, through your air vent. Yeah. yeah. Of course, yeah. he comes down and says, "Hey, man, y'all got roof boot problems." I'm like, "What is that? What are you talking what about? Roof the rubber the rubber around the pipe around the oh, piping." No. He goes, "There's one." I said, "Now I'm calling roofing people." I mean. It's just, and this is my second day, you know. And then I go to the the washing machine, and it doesn't work. (laughs) No. And now we got washing machine. Uh, What's wrong with the washing machine? I don't know. At one point, I just wanted to just scream, uh, you know. But I I had, but you can't. No, I had because I was the guy there that's supposed to help. I can't come (laughs) apart, you know. I mean, I got to help Dad. Uh, So, got the washing machine fixed. Roof boots are getting fixed. Toilet and and bathroom and everything's working. Took a took a day and a half to get that going. So every time. And I would tell Dad that every time you guys use the restroom, think ahead. Give, give me ten minutes because we got we got a long way to go. Wow! You know? um, but it got done, and, and praise God, we're okay. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number, and we will go phone calls now. Lines are available if you want to join us at 866-WE-BE-BIG, our first time to talk to you this week. So we're kind of pumped about that. Uh, So uh, dial us right now, and we'll get you lined up and ready to go at 866-WE-BE-BIG, and lines are available. Let's go to Ancestry.com slash Bubba. Ancestry.com slash Bubba. Here come the holidays, Thanksgiving, (laughs) Christmas, the New Year. And um, so one, there's a lot of fun you're going to be having with family, you know, if you want to be around your family. I mean, some people are like, oh, gosh, here we go again. But, you know, make the most of it. Make the most of it by by um, by by going to Ancestry.com slash Bubba and, uh, and, and go there, and you can you can get the free DNA kit uh, and, uh, at Ancestry.com slash Bubba. And now with this DNA kit, there's so much that you can do with that. I mean, they've got billions of records and, and so much to look at. And you can find out, uh, you know, to a very detailed, your family story, uh, your, your true ethnicity. Uh, I mean, you know, you, 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 may, you may not be what you think you are, uh, so, but you can find out. And, boy, have we had some stories about some stuff people's found out. Rick, it's always good to know because you never know when you're going to need a kidney. That is so good, yeah. Bubba. Mm-hmm. You know, that ought, to be, that, that ought to be their slogan. Yeah. Uh, Ancestry.com slash Bubba for your Ancestry DNA kit and start your free trial. There's also a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. Let's start with uh, Joel in Florida. Joel. Joel or Joel. Are you Joel? 
Joel. Yeah, just Joel. One syllable. I, yeah. Hey, Joe. Tried to make it too complicated. I, I did. I overthought that one. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. I. I, I just. Uh, first, a quick disclaimer. I'm, I'm a podcaster, so I'm a little bit behind the times. Uh, my apologies to the live audience. Not a problem. But um, a couple weeks ago, I think you had a caller, a young lady in college, said that her professors uh, make it their mission to attack uh, her faith and, and Christianity. Yeah. Um, so I, I just had a book recommendation. Okay. I recommend this to any college student and um, just any, any Christian, really, who wants to um, be able to engage people that are anywhere from curious to hostile and anywhere in between. Okay. Um, I don't know if, if you guys have heard of uh, Gregory Kokel. K-O-U-K-L. I haven't. Anybody, guys? I I have not. Okay. He's got a great book. It's called Tactics. And uh, I really recommend that to anybody. Um, It's a fantastic book. And um, he has a section in there where he talks about how to engage with uh, professors because it's like a law of nature that, you know, the man with the microphone wins. So, and professors know that. So, um it just it gives it gives people oh yeah college students yeah I see a that way to engage uh, Adler's pulled it up here called Tactics uh, Gregory K O U K L and the forward is by Lee Strobel from the Case for Christ yep. so that's cool right yeah thanks that, yeah, that's a that's a great idea I hope I hope that a lot of the folks out there that are dealing with that or their kids are dealing with that will will hear you and uh, and get it. it looks like it's a great ga- uh, book for a good game plan together. Yeah, and just quick footnote, uh, there's two editions. The 10th anniversary edition has some extra stuff, so I, I recommend that one. Okay, man. Thanks. I appreciate the call yeah. for that suggestion, man. Have a good day. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, it can be a tough situation. Yeah. You, you try to balance, just tell them what they want, move on, versus, you know, take a stand. And, uh, you know, I've, I've seen different approaches. Yeah. Well, uh, sometimes. You know, I've had different approaches. Well, at least with this, you can get the information and understand, you know, how the arguments could be made, and, and you can decide what to do with right. it. Right. Uh, it may, you may take it over to the, you know, the, what's, what, what's every college have the center where everybody gets over and hangs out, you know, the little, yeah, the little like the student student union center or something. Student yeah, union. Yeah, so. Uh, or you can go at it there in class, uh, Heather and the great state of Tennessee, Heather, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Hey there. Hey. Um, I'm a college professor. I just want to speak to the last person that called. I want, I want college students to know that we're out there. We are Christians in your universities, and we too feel uh, like we're being held back. And I just want you to know that you're not alone. Mm, That's great. Uh, But that's not why I called. Mm, Okay. I called to wish my husband a happy anniversary. And what's what's your husband's Um, name? His name's Chris. Chris. Heather and and Chris uh, in Tennessee. Yes. And you know what? He's a good guy, God-fearing man, makes sure his family's in church every week. And I just, you know, wanted to honor him publicly and say happy anniversary. How many, how many years? How many years? Fifteen years. One, two. Happy anniversary, baby. I got you on my mind. Thank you, Heather, for the call, and thanks for uh, knowing that you're out there. That was comforting to know that you're out there fighting, too. Mm-hmm. Penny in Birmingham. Penny, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Penny? Perry, I'm sorry. Perry, go ahead. Hey, guys. Monkey Grass, Green Acres. Thanks hey. for the call, buddy. <laughs> What's on your mind? Hey, so my question's for Bubba. Um, I just wanted to know exactly what pizza in a cup is. <laughs> oh, buddy, where you been? Mm. I mean, that's easy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Perry, I don't know how to explain that one any easier than, <laughs> than the title. Pizza you put in a cup. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is it heated up, or how, how is that prepared? Watch well, up to you. Yeah, you can fix it however you want. You hit it in, hit it in that It's more of a delivery system than a, the yeah. way you, you make it. Right. Yeah, you could put it in a microwave, heat it up, or you, you can take a cold yeah. piece of pizza and be You ever tried to eat pizza while you're driving, Perry? Mm-hmm. That's a mess. Um, I normally just you know use the hand method. I've never really tried to put it in a cup. Well, I see there. And now you're out there driving dangerous. <laughs> yeah, so, you, you know, and I've, I've also— Riding dirty. I've also been experimenting, and not with as much luck, taco in a cup. Right. Yeah. Oh. Because remember, we okay. said on the air, and I don't want this to be a food dare because I don't want to make anybody right. unsafe. Right. I've never met a person that pulled off eating tacos in the car and not get it all over. Rick, I have never had tacos in a car where more went in my mouth than in the floor. That is correct. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just, it's impossible. I, and I love them, but uh, if you're driving, good night. That's a toughie. Steve in Alabama. Steve, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. That's why they made a jalupa, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, sir. Yep. <laughs> jalupa. <laughs> Steve, you're on, buddy. Hello? Yeah, man, you're on. Hey, I just want to get with Hamler there. I heard him talking the other day, and I emailed him about riding on one of those sweepers. I got one he'd ride on. Oh, street sweeper. You, oh, cool. You want to ride on a Greg street and I sweeper? were talking in the kickoff hour last week. That's something. There was a street sweeper that was stolen, and we did that story. And Greg mm-hmm. and I have always, when you get here early in the morning, there's yeah, a street sweeper one, that's yeah. going. And you'd like to ride him. I'd like to ride him. He's in working the parking yeah. lot pretty Steve, good. This is the guy that can make it happen for us. Steve, okay. Helmsy at Rick and Bubba. Yes, Helmsy at Rick and Bubba.com. Once you, once you start sweeping. You gotta do the whole parking lot, man. You can't. That's quit. fine. That's all right. That's fine. Uh-huh. Well, it it's might like be pressure washing. Yeah. yeah. I want to know where where do you take the like with a vacuum cleaner? You 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 pop the bag out or you great know, question, Bubba. Well, how do you empty the street sweeper? Well, the one I have is the open one. It just sweeps up into a pile. Then you take a bobcat with a sweeper and bucket combination uh-huh. and sweep it up and dump it in the dump truck. Okay. Hey, if you want to use a stitch gear, I've always wanted to ride in one of those and a Zamboni on an ice rink. You know, oh, now those are cool. Want to get, want to drive one of those? And, and let me tell you what I've done recently. I was talking to a friend of mine who is a truck driver, and I said, "Over the holidays, I want to run your route with you one day. I just yeah. want to see what what you what you do Rick, right there. Straight Did up, you hear that? Yeah. Straight up. <laughs> Did you hear that? Just yeah. now? Will you be taking your cane? <laughs> uh, I might. Yeah. I might. Everybody, I can tell you where I got my dad's. Yeah, everybody was telling us that we missed Bubba saying that's the kind he wants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I look at them cages. I, can, pretty I think I can now. show you a picture. Don't you no, think, I've seen it. Don't you think we've gotten to the point you and I were talking to the break? I feel that we're closer to the cane than ever. Oh, yeah. I sell mm-hmm. two canes at the yard sale, by the way. <laughs> he sold two canes. You really? <laughs> that's so good. Bubba. Why didn't you say I've, still, I've still got one that somebody gave me as a joke. I don't know if it's my 40th or 50th birthday, and yeah. now it's not so funny but useful. I know. Yeah. Set of crutches, too. <laughs> Greg, Greg sold two canes and a oh, set of crutches. Kind of there. Oh, yeah, I like that. That's the I, one he I wants. I see those all the time. Right there. Caroline, Caroline's in Huntsville, 100.3, the river. Caroline, go ahead. Hey, Rick and Bubba, how are y'all? We're, We're good. Great. I hope you're okay. Mm. I'm doing good. I just had a prayer request. I believe in the power of y'all's prayer nation. We are trying to sell our house in Huntsville, and I just really think that it's a house that it would appeal to a lot of people in your audience. It's got like a little, you know, heated and cooled workshop, and it's on a dirt road. Ooh. Ooh. And Caroline, you know, wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you having <laughs> trouble selling? Yeah, how are you having trouble selling the house I in Huntsville? You got y'all got to be the worst Are y'all trying to sell it by yourself? No, we have Amanda Howard. She's doing a great job. 
Okay. You shouldn't have any problem selling the house in Huntsville. I, no. I'm really disappointed you haven't got this done. <laughs> you would think. Caroline, are you, well, you, you you're, would or y'all want a little too much for it? Yeah, or, are you, are you being that? a little bit delusional? Hey, look <laughs> greedy on it. Let, let me listen, tell you, because it sounds like you're getting on the air saying, somebody. I went to the Rick and Bubba uh, show. And I had corn dogs for sale, and nobody bought them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this, uh, is this the first day it's on the market? <laughs> Give it a second. My goodness. No, no. It's been on the market since August. Oh. Something's wrong. Yeah. Something's Caroline, wrong. I know, I know. Is, is haunted? Caroline, do you want us to examine the situation it, closer? Is it haunted? I would love it. I would love it. Uh, we we got to find the listing so we can look at yeah. it. I'll, t- I'll tell you what's up. If yeah. you want an honest answer, yeah. you may not like to hear it, so, but I'll tell so you. So where do we find it? It's uh well, it's on everything. I think Zillow. Well, I mean, America- is this like the Geico commercial where it's right next to the airport? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, huh? <laughs> Have to come out of TSA just to get to the car. All right, no. so, so come on out with it, That's Indian Barrel Site. Hey, Indian Barrel Site. With it, I'm sure you guys will find it. Okay. Now, well, we got to know more than that. I mean, yeah. uh, I'm going to be in Madison on Wednesday at New Life Chapel. I'll run by. C- Caroline, can go, you go, go assess it for you. Me. Caroline, can you email me the address so we can look at it? Can you please? Absolutely. Right, email it right now, and we'll look at it. Yeah, but you're gonna have to be. I mean, you're gonna, I will. You're gonna have to be listening for our assessment of it when we come back from the break. <laughs> Hey, I'm normally a podcaster. I'm all live today. Live, live, all the way live. Don't even have to stop. Don't even have to job. Just live. live. All right, so we'll we'll come back. All right, uh, we'll we'll do it. I found a picture of her house. If you guys want to see it. All right, here it is. Let's take a look. And see what's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's not you know what, though? If you like planes, that's not a bad house to have. Right? You know what? Let me tell you one person that can buy that house and love it is whoever's playing that. <laughs> Walk outside, baby. We got to go. 14 minutes to the top of the hour. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. minutes to the top of the hour you know we we ha- we wear many hats here on the program many hats um you know we're, we're we're crime stoppers we're mystery solvers and now we will be real estate agents um for our listener in huntsville you know she's uh hey i like that i like that workshop i do too now that I workshop like that somebody workshop. means business in that uh you know what we might be able to set up the man and practice a little bit in there <laughs> Bring the band back. I mean, they. Uh, this is not. It's woodworking, Rick. I don't think it'd be band ready. But it's it, not. Okay. You could, I you could get in there and saw till the cows come home. I'm though. just trying to think of the things that we could do with it. You know, it, it's it's a beautiful home. Um, mm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at it here. You know, I thought it was over so. when I first saw it. I thought, man, it's it's overpriced. But when you look at the comparables, you see the school that it's in. Everything seems to fall in line with what she was saying. I, I don't know why they hadn't. I tell this you thing. what, I would utilize that top space as a little office or something. Yeah, you like that top space? Oh, do I mean, it's, ever. it's for storage. But I mean, you can love skip. the front yard, love yeah. the style of the mm-hmm. home. Mm-hmm. I like everything about this. Mm-hmm. And I think that's. I think after looking at the comparables and looking at, she's come off the price a little bit already. I think it's a good deal for somebody. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, if I was moving to Huntsville, I'd be taking a hard look. Tell you what, I I believe I could sell it. Yeah, if y'all let me have it. <laughs> By the way, speaking of that, I'm gonna have a truck ready for you to go this week. Are you oh, gonna, really? You're gonna love me at the end of this. 
I don't because I don't want you to. You know, I want to be fair, but I don't want you to get taken to the bank. You know what I mean? Oh, I know. I mean, I yeah. There's a win-win in there. Sure, there is. You know, sure there is. Willing buyer, willing seller. That's right. And but that that I, there's something something we don't know here because this thing ought to be. Moving. Yeah, I don't. I, mm-hmm. I get it. Mm-hmm. I'm taking a three D tour now at Zillow. Bubba, you want to take a, you know, maybe you know how some people, knowing you, I'm just, hear me out. Oh, I like You know, this. people do lake houses, people do, you know, mountain cabins, mm-hmm. you know, people do, you know, uh, hunt land. Mm-hmm. But you, I'm thinking, shouldn't you and Betty have a house near the Huntsville Space and Rocket Center? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's our rocket house. Guys, that's funny. Uh, oh, uh, me. All right, let's go to let's go to the uh the phones. DD standing by. Hey DD, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you doing? Oh, I am doing fine. You guys the other day was talking about people people getting into bright lights. You have to take in consideration these big trucks. And I brought a Chevrolet Impala. They blind me, and I give them the brights, and then they give me the brights. These things are so high, they come right into us drivers in these cars, right in our eyes, and it blinds us. Well, you better get your car up off the ground a little bit. <laughs> I don't have lifters, aren't you guys? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I go through the same problem. Everybody thinks I have my brights on when I don't. Bubba warned me about this when I got, yeah. the, when I got in the truck. Yeah. And I don't know what to do because you keep flashing <clears throat> your brights at me. And I'm not on bright, so I, I don't know what to do. I got now several. You, you're talking about 18-wheelers? No, no, no. no, no. I brought this up truck. last week in the Rams. kickoff hour. Okay. Well, here, here's the thing. When you when you raise the truck up, you should theoretically adjust the headlights down. So. Well, and I think what happened with mine, I'm getting flashed all the time. Evidently, And so there evidently you can you can adjust the lights and point them a little more down. And, yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to take I don't, some. I don't know I, that I'll, I don't know that I'll ever do that. No, it'll take some. It'll take a little. But I've noticed that. The, the the bigger trucks these days they people people faults uh bright you all the time they do you're oh, like yeah. i don't have and yeah. one guy kept doing it so bad the other night i was trying to be nice about it and i apologize but i just finally got tired of it and i was just like hey man how about that I, well, well, that's yeah, exactly, that's exactly I, give them a hey this is what bright <laughs> looks like right, pal yeah. you want to see bright how you like it yeah how's your retina <laughs> I mean, quit bright, yeah, quit you, flashing at me. And, I don't have I don't have my bright lights on. And, and some of the headlights uh-huh. now have that. Uh, they Calm have like down. a covering over the top of it to kind of mm-hmm. help, mm-hmm. you know, keep it down a little bit. Right. But uh, yeah, it's always a problem. Yeah. Yeah, especially when you jack them up a little bit. Yeah, Man, I like this house. You know, when if you do lift kits too, I didn't notice you have to re recalibrate the wheels, or you'll you'll have a miss. Well, if you put bigger wheels on it, yeah. yeah. If you keep the same size wheels, it, it well, will, you know, it'll was, vary a little bit, not a whole lot. Yeah, I was I was clicking. They had me, and I looked down. <laughs> I was like, "Man, that's about eight miles an hour off." Uh-huh. I need to read it a little closer there. Well, I, it I don't think it'll do eight, will it? Yeah. Apparently, that's a big difference. Unless, unless the guy firing on me was was off. But I mean, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> we we continue. Let's go to um, uh, Patrick in the great state of Texas. Patrick, how you doing, buddy? Hey guys, I was uh, watching on the YouTube feed and it was a little delayed. I just heard Carolyn's call about trying to sell a house. Is this becoming a swap shop now? I got a yes. dog. I'll trade trade for three chickens. All right, what, <laughs> what kind of dog is it? Neutered? Uh, no, it's not. If it's a beagle, now we'll take your call. Is it hunt? Is it, what does it bring to the table? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I got one. that all it does is hunt dinner. I got. Hey, I tell you what. For your dog. 
I'll trade you one VHS copy of A Star is Born. <laughs> there it is. The shipping, the shipping costs are going to be a little rough all the way from Texas. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. I don't know what they bought. It costs about dollar twenty-five. We'll meet you in Jackson and call it even. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. Look, you never know what hat we might, what hat we might that's put right. on. You never know that. Listen, I used to love listening to the Swap Shop show. Oh my, loved gosh. it. Oh, that's one of my favorites. Still ever. love it the now. Pickle but, bucket, but in a, I love but in a little bit a of a different, of pickle buckets. I still love it, but in a little bit of a different way. Yes, that's Rick, so I got an old tater box <laughs> and a rusty bicycle. <laughs> Hayden in Huntsville, 100.3, the river. Go ahead. Yeah, um, so the lady called about real estate. My wife is a real estate agent. She's got a house in Bridgeport, Alabama, has been on the market for a couple months now. Perfect location, perfect price, and she's also having the same issue. She cannot sell that house for nothing. Hmm. You know, sometimes when when it's a hot market out there, sometimes the competition works against you. The uh, Rick, you get, were you were telling me that you you talked to somebody and they thought the house market was cooling off just a little bit. Yep. Well, you, you know, weekend. well, here's the thing. Well, if it cools it, off, it's still pretty high. Well, Greg, I didn't, say, I didn't, Greg, I didn't ask for well, commentary. It got ridiculous. <laughs> well, you know, he's a house guy now. I know. He's remodeling. <laughs> now this was it was in the similar area. Though. Well, flip or flop, Greg. Yeah. Well, here's well, the it thing got that, stupid. The price. The cure. Yeah, the cure for high prices is high prices, and and. You know, eventually it's gonna it's gonna have a chilling effect. Well, let me tell you this: if you if there's deals out there to be had, or there is a lot of profit to be had, if you want either one of those to stop, let me get involved. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Listen, I killed AOL Time Warner personally. (laughs) Personally, Personally. I've I've never listen to this. I've never gotten a deal in my entire life. Never. I, I mean, if I if I'm buying, then everything's high. If I'm selling, nobody wants. It. There you go. I, mean, I, I, I couldn't give it away. No, I, I've never gotten a deal. Never once in my life. I, everybody said, "Man, that's a good deal." <laughs> yeah. Wow, how'd you do that? I just I just end up having to get what I want, whatever they're yeah. selling for. I usually play play market plus ten percent. <laughs> I never get. That's the best deal. I, I never got a deal on a car. I never get a deal. <laughs> I want a deal. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Two conservative, heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America. Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us for a brand new hour of Rick and Buck. Approaching the end of another year. I mean, it's going to be here before we know it. And, uh, I mean, Christmas season, it's cranking up. Uh, I know that you're seeing Christmas trees everywhere. Uh, Christmas music, Greg, your favorite is making its way. Uh, I know. But it's, uh, <laughs> I knew you'd say yeah, that. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I would just, I mean, I know, and I understand all the stuff. I've heard from all the early decorators. It's, it's such a wonderful time of year. We want to go ahead and do it so we can enjoy it longer. And I got all that. I just I just don't like for us to to take the, you know, the sting out of Thanksgiving. It's just like we, we downgrades Thanksgiving. Yeah, well, it, it's it, it kind of has a warm up feel anyway. Like you're ramping up yeah. uh, this time of year. Uh, I want to have a I want to have a really good Thanksgiving this year. I, I'm just uh, you know mm-hmm. I'm ready to get the kids home and everybody be in a good mood and you know I know that's asking yeah, a lot. I was but, say, yeah, well, uh, all of us know. not be given COVID this year. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna uh, try. Uh, you know, uh, we we had one year we're recovering from knee surgery and then we had COVID, and uh, we're just you know I'm trying to. 
just you know have a have a easier going uh, holiday season would be my goal. Well, and you know what, goals are fun, and and sometimes they feel lofty. But I think that's a good one. That's a reasonable goal. I just yeah. I want everybody to be happy, Rick, mm-hmm. and happiness uh, not be tied to hey, can I have some money? You know, <laughs> that's how, how I'd like that? to have it. Yeah. Yeah. Seems reasonable. Yeah. Uh, so so anyway, yeah, it, and it's a great time of year. Look forward to it. Uh, and uh, but we're we're heading right on into it. But I, I do love the fall. I, I was talking about this weekend, and I know that I'm being spoiled because fall for us can be dicey where we live. You don't get a lot of it. And and maybe that's why I love it so much, you know. Maybe, if I, but man, those those col, uh, cobalt blue skies and the colors changing and the high today is is sixty five. Oh, good wow. gracious! Good stuff. How does it get better than that? I mean, and I just like looking at out, the outside yeah. feels cleaner. Yeah, it just feels clean. It feels just number like we were talking about riding up, you know, to, to do the. A man church last night, and you know, usually you think about, well, you know, you got to ride and you get in the car and all this kind of stuff. The, the ride was so beautiful. There wasn't even a moment that I was like, well, man, I, I'm ready. I mean, I, I almost kind of was sad to see it come to Yeah, it. I know. I was I know. like, man, just the scenery is just it so is beautiful, beautiful, and you know, ain't yeah, nobody in a hurry. You know, I had plenty of time. I mean, plenty. So it, it was. Uh, it, it's just. It's just. It's just a good time of year, and we're going to get it for a few days, and. I'm gonna go sit outside a little bit today. I think I'm gonna spend a little time outside today. You know, I am too. I just, I just love it's it. I'm gonna, look, I'm gonna look at. We're gonna have several days uh, nice. I think where we live, we're gonna get a little rain Thursday, but then yeah. uh, it's gonna be nice. It's fine. Again, so. Yeah, like you know, the the dog seems to be alive again. You know? <laughs> That's good. <laughs> you know, well, let's face it. When you have when you have dogs that you bring south, and they got a little fur on them, they're looking at you during the summer like, what in the world? Yeah. Oh, I know. And, yeah. and what they're have not you, big, what, what have you brought me to? But now, what have you, done? you know, if you've if you've got a fur coat fur, fur coat year round, now that there's a little nip oh. in the air, your your fur coat now works. Yeah, summer's miserable. Now you got now you got a little energy. Just you, Watch you, you look at I got some energy, baby. <laughs> I'm running, I'm running, I'm running. Yeah, so I I just love this time of year. Um, I saw over the weekend we talked a little college football uh, earlier, uh, but Cam Newton's return to to uh, to Carolina. And did you say that she used him in red zone? Is that what they well, did? Well, they started out that way. I mean, he just, like, signed with the team uh, a few days ago. They were using him in uh, kind of a red zone offense. And uh, as it turned out, he scored the first two times he touched the ball, one with a run, one with a pass. So Yeah. Uh, then he dressed up sharp for the yeah, uh, press but, conference. But a big win that. for the Panthers. They, they beat the Cardinals, who've been red hot. Uh, of course, they were without their starting quarterback. Which, by the way, if you flipped around yesterday, Everybody. finding a starting quarterback was kind of hard. It was like looking for Easter eggs. Yeah. Say, it feels like there's more out than playing right now. Yeah, I, I don't know. Rick, it, here's, your, here's your highlight of it. This is the first run in. Watch him rip his helmet off and scream, I'm back. <laughs> well, sure, you gonna you got to well. do that. Mm-hmm. And then you see the coding behind yeah. it right there. Wow, you don't see that every day. <laughs> right. Look quick, Cam. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's a... Uh, I mean, it's it's a two yard run. I mean, it's a good one. But sure. I, mean, yeah, you know, I, I don't know if you know. Well, considering you're you know <laughs> hanging out in a parking lot last week, that's that's yeah. you're back in the game. Good for you. You know. Right. That's right. And there he is. He's let us know he's back. Yes, he is. So the nice. the gentleman that that played most of the game because he has he's got to get acquainted with everybody, yeah. and I'm sure he'll end up starting probably next week. But have you ever heard of PJ Walker? Never heard no. of PJ. I've heard of PJ Fleck. That was their that was their quarterback. <laughs> Where did PJ from, come from? From Temple. Temple. Okay. So, 
But I, I never think, even heard of PJ Walker. I think I think if you're a PJ Walker, your goal was backup. You yeah. know what I mean that yeah. you had yeah. no desire to start. Yeah, you really don't yeah. want to. Yeah. Go yeah. You to thought to yourself, this is a really good paying job. I'm relatively yeah. safe over here. Get to travel. You know, I get to travel, see some cool things, run a practice here or there. But on uniform, then officer well, like, hey Walker, you're in. I'm the in. switching, huh? the switching back and forth with Cam worked pretty good for him though. So. Yeah. And then we back, get to maybe. we get to see OBJ tonight. If you watch Monday Night Football, he left the Browns and is now with the Rams. Mm-hmm. I saw that deal. I'm sure. So, you'll, I'm and sure Robert you'll Woods, cause problems there too. Robert Woods, one of their main guys, got hurt in practice Friday, so he's going to be thrown right Bobby into Woods. the fire tonight. Yeah. So I know that you are the lone cowboy fan here. Yeah. You want me to just be quiet? No, no. I, look, I don't believe it. I don't really believe in all that. Mm-hmm. I really don't. Mm-hmm. Do y'all ever think about that? <laughs> How selfish you got to believe. There's eight billion people in the world. You yeah. think you're going to have something to do with the game? Well, I'm telling you, I can't. that's that's the most selfish society I've ever seen in my life. When we start Hams, playing I, that game. I understand what you're saying, but it seems like it's happened to me. Rick, times. I'll just say, hey, feel free. I don't uh, care. What I'm saying is, I believe deep down that even what you're doing is strategy. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Point. We can't help it. We're, you know, the, <laughs> the way we act as fans. I mean, I know you, what you're saying. Of course, that's true. Uh, yeah. But there's just something about it. Even this approach you have right now, I think, is a form well, of Well, we'll just say this. Yesterday's, <laughs> <laughs> yesterday's, yesterday's, game, yesterday's game was so bad, Fox removed it from the broadcast and put somebody else on. Yeah, I know. Blowout. But let me say this. For, for, for instance, I'm not, I'm not making this up. I asked my Mississippi State son, because my Auburn sons were, were, were drilling the Mississippi State son, the Mississippi State comes back, they let me know about it. I told you about that earlier on the show. I turned the game back on, and things started going bad for Mississippi State again. And my son texted and said, "Dad, could you? Would you mind? Yeah, back get out of See, back, I, back, I have to have these same yeah, conversations back, hey, with my son. Yeah, back yourself out of the game, Dad. We were doing you. We were doing terrible while you were watching. We're now. We did great when you went on about your business on and started mm-hmm. doing it, piddling around. You've come back and you and look how we're playing. I I know this isn't possible, but I'd like for you to stop watching. And, uh, hey, 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 Braden, can I tell you something, Braden? And, and I stopped watching. And by the way, they they they, they solidified the win. The Falcons and Hawks. Okay, you had they no bearing on win or loss whether you have cocoa puffs or fruity pebbles. Right. I'm sorry. Yeah. Right. That's not that's well, not a big deal. Eat know. whatever cereal you want. Well, I'd like to know which one he did. Yeah. Same one. I tell you this: whatever he ate yesterday, he won't eat again. Okay, because what the Cowboys did to the Falcons—that's true. He he files that away, and he's UGLY. Whatever he did yesterday, he will never do again. So he plays this whole mojo game. Yeah, where are you on Cocoa Puffs? I like them. That's not my go-to, but if it's in the house and I want some cereal, I will eat it. Cocoa Puffs. And I love to drink the milk after because it's chocolate. It's now chocolate at the end. Would you eat Cocoa Puffs if you had that choice, or, or or Fruit Loops? Oh, I go. Or was it fruity, or was it fruity pebbles? Well, he was fruity pebbles, but I would go Fruit Loops if uh, if I had the choice. There. Neither, Neither one of those are my favorites. But you don't I'll like go, Fruit Loops? Right, let me ask no, you this: I would go Cocoa Puffs. Stay in the chocolate world. Would you go Cocoa? Would you go Fruity cereal? Cocoa Krispies or Cocoa Puffs? Krispies for me. Really? Uh, Krispies me all too. day. I'm saying uh, I do Puffs probably, but either one, I'm not going. You know, yeah, I'm not going to yeah. lose sleep on either one of those. Right. <laughs> and if I have to go Fruit Loops or Fruity Pebbles, it's Fruit Loops all day long. All day long. Yeah. So yeah, I don't want, that's a weird I don't want the me. title yeah. fruit in my cereal. I just don't like that. If cereal shouldn't taste like fruit. What do you want it to taste like? Chocolate. You eat that weird cereal, though. Crackling Oat Brown. Yeah. Oh. Of all the things like for him fruit. to like. It looks just like dog food. looks just like But dog it's food. good. 
Oh, it is good. Yeah, how about this? I took it home, poured it in a bowl in the floor. Dog went over and checked it out. Yeah, it looks just like it. Yeah. And then I got down all fours and eight. It's, right. like, <laughs> it's almost like they said, let's make some cereal that looks like dog. Yeah. Is that, <laughs> one, is that one of those you feel like you're doing better with? No, I, don't, I really don't think it's that healthy. It's just good. I like it. You just like the taste of it? Yes. Have you had it? No. <laughs> Give it a shot. The presentation was too much to overcome. Nah. Let it soak in the milk for a little, get a little soggy. It's just even worse. Oh, my God. Oh, it's good. You like soggy cereal? A slightly soggy. Ooh, 15 minutes past. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. <laughs> 21 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Thanks for being with us. We'll get to some of your phone calls uh, before the hour is done. A couple of uh, interesting Your Americas here. These are the days of America. Walking together through the promised land. Bubba, somebody uh, from MSNBC, is that who this is? That's making this comment? Yeah, yes. Uh, what you're about to hear is so bizarre. You can't even believe you now live in a country where this goes basically unchecked. Yeah. Uh, so we have a person that is now going to comment on truck drivers. Uh, I can't even believe what what I'm about to hear. Y'all have told me what I'm going to hear. I haven't heard it from the person's own mouth, but I'll, I'll just let her talk about uh, the the problems of white truck drivers over fifty five. Over fifty five. All right, here we go. Majority of them are. Well, how can the industry be more welcoming? Because I have to tell you, I talked to a lot of truck drivers and uh, preparing for this segment. And um, most of these truck drivers are people of color. And they talked about, um, you know, hearing some of the racism um, over the CB. Um, you know, this is, again, an industry populated um, by a lot of white men over the age of 55. Um, this group of people overwhelmingly voted for Trump. Um, some people have talked about, you know, aggressive truck drivers uh, cutting them off or not being helpful. Um, so obviously, the more populated it is with people of color, I think you'll see less of that. But how can you encourage people to come and disrupt this space when it seems a bit unwelcoming? Um, I, I don't know about those facts she listed. Um, I, we just make it up as we go. She so, said it's going to get better as more minorities become truck drivers. That it's going they're not going to be so rude and. Cut people off, is that what she said? They're not willing to yeah. help? Or? Yeah, yeah. She's saying that, wow. that white truck drivers over 55, mainly who voted for Trump, yeah, will treat truck drivers that are not white and voted for Trump diff- differently, and they, they're mean to them. Yeah. And, they, and, and the majority are in that category. Guys, I've, about, I've mm-hmm. just about gotten past wanting Trump to come back. Like I've been in the camp of right. maybe Governor DeSantis and all yeah, that, but sure. stuff like this – I'd like to put my Trump flag right back out there. So I'm sick of that. I don't understand. Quit playing. How that. you can say that? What she just said. I mean, and nobody call her on. So I I know there's a, a tremendous amount of truck drivers that that listen to this show, uh, of of any ethnicity. So is this is this a true life experience she's talking about, or is just another one of those things that, you know, it, it's well a, she says she only interviewed. Minorities, right? Yeah, mainly. That's mainly. what she said. So to get ready for it, like see that sample. I, I hear, you know, I I listen to CB from time to time, and I I hear a lot of foul language, but it seems to be coming from people of all colors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, you know, and I, I'm not in the trucking industry, but I, I, what I, what the thing that I think we have to be real careful of, and this is something that Candace Owens 
I'll let stuff. you know after I ride with one. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Bubba's <laughs> got that coming up. <laughs> yeah, Teddy, Teddy Bear. Uh, but um, but can't uh, not Candace Owens. Uh, if you don't think you ain't gonna get a call from the cab, it's Teddy Bear. You're joking. Please, <laughs> you're kidding yourself. Speaking <laughs> of that and that song, I don't know what color those truckers were, but they sure were nice. They seemed helpful. helpful. But it was a white kid. In all fairness, that's true. Never uh, but anyway, the How do we know? Condoleezza Rice, not Candace Owens. Condoleezza Rice made the point when she was talking about critical race theory, and that's what we're having now. She says, "I believe that we can still." Make sure that uh, you know that black children don't feel inferior because of the color of their skin, and we really don't have to do that by t- telling white children they should feel guilty about the color of their skin. Right. You know uh, that, that we don't really have to demonize white people. That your whiteness, you've inherited an evilness that there's nothing in a bigotry that you can't get around. Yeah. You know, you, you, your, your whiteness makes you a certain. Yeah, you, you're just you're evil because you're white. Yeah. You go. Back, you don't even know it, Rick. You, you go back to the thing you, your parents taught you when you were little: two right, two wrongs don't make a right. So, right. if you have a wrong, let's not repeat it again. Let's just get it right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, also, did y'all see the uh, the polling numbers that are out? Uh, this is very interesting. ABC News, Washington Post. We know they're very conservative. Yes. Uh, they found that if the elections were held today, fifty-one percent of all registered voters say they would prefer a Republican in their congressional district as opposed to a Democrat by 51 to 41 margin. Now, you say, well, what? how does that look historically? That is the largest differential that we've had in that poll since 1981. Wow. If that tells you how people are Mm. fed up right now. When you look at Virginia and what happened there Mm -hmm. and you see these midterms approaching and you hear information that you just shared, now it may go another way, but you start if you if I was forecasting, uh, I would forecast a, a very rough time for the Democrats at the midterms. If I mean, my forecast could be wrong, sixty-two percent I mean, with that information, the, that's how I'd forecast. Sixty-two percent of all correspondents in this poll, and we don't know how many were theoretically Democrat, how many Republican. I think you'd try to get that somewhat even. Sixty-two percent said the Democratic Party is out of touch with the concerns of most citizens compared to 58% said the same for Republicans. So what does that mean in the midterms? I, I mean, some of the stuff you're seeing, I think you're going to see, and this happens with our country a lot. We'll, we'll, th- we'll try to be sharp and think we want an administration. We'll put them in, and two years into it, we're like, eh. Yeah. And we'll go out there and try to give them less power. Yeah, buyer's remorse. Yeah. Biden's performance overall has reached a new low in personal polling, 41%. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Seventy so, percent of the people say it's the economy, and uh, I'm not sure. Well, that, they don't know about the dirty little secret, right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> the dirty little secret might be so secret that they don't know about it. Also, I don't think watching things like Kamala Harris in Paris and hearing her try to make some sort of point helps. Uh, here's uh, we got a couple of clips here from her in Paris. And it, it, it sounds like you ever heard somebody try to see how many big words they can use, yes. but they really are not putting together any, yeah. any real narrative. So, so, so listen to this. We must together work <laughs> together to see where we are, where we are headed, where we are going, and our vision for where we should be, huh? but also see it as a moment, yes, to together address the challenges and to work on the opportunities. 
challenges now, now the second, I say that a lot. The sounds, second clip, Rick, and I don't know if we can play it, Adler included it, hmm. was giving you an example of what this sounded like. And I think we'll all enjoy this. Okay, here we go. Don't ever, for any reason, do anything to anyone for any reason ever, no matter what, no matter where That's such a good or who or who you are with <laughs> or, or where you are going or, or where you've been, ever. That is yeah, perfect that's example. Perfect. That's perfect. You can't drive it home no better than that. That's, 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 that is solid. Well said. Well said. That is solid. Ever, guy. ever. Yeah. She sounded just like that. Just yeah. like that. Yeah. It's just a bunch of words. Made that you're, no trying to, you're trying to hit a word count or something. It doesn't doesn't make any sense. Crazy. Yeah. So uh, we'll be back. We'll take your phone calls next at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Try to find out what's on your mind. Oh, Speedy looks like Gina Hamill in there. Got a little handle going? All right, we'll be back. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Take your phone calls. We'll chat with you when we return. Whatever's on your mind, we we'll return the, the show over to you. Handle with care when the Rick and Bubba show continues. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hey, what's up? This is Toby Mac, and you're kicking it live with my boys from the Dirty South, Rick and Bubba. They call us What color blood? It's like a freak show in your we're back, 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us. I'm up and away, baby, we don't play. All right, so a lot of you, I mean, this is that time of year. You're getting out that Christmas list, and you're going to start to see if you can't wind that thing down. Uh, a great idea is a box of awesome uh, go to boxofawesome.com. They've got you covered uh, from travel to camping gear essentials, um, other outdoor gear. Got some uh, cozy fall styles there, grooming goods, gadgets. Uh, and what they'll do is they'll they'll take you, you know, take some questions from you and try to figure out whoever you're gonna who, who's gonna get the box of awesome. Now, if it's you, it could be a gift to yourself. You know, you let them know a little something about yourself, and they'll pack awesome things in the box every month that, that they think you'll like based on the information they got from you. But if you're sending it to someone else, you just do the same thing. You, you tell them that same information. Uh, the box of awesome can come every month. Uh, you, you, you can do it however you want to. It can be a one-time thing. Uh, it's about $70 worth of stuff inside the box of awesome. Uh, and uh, you, you pay about $45 for it. And we'll get you an additional 20% off the first box when you go to boxofawesome.com and you enter the code Bubba when you check out. So boxofawesome.com, enter the code Bubba at checkout, get 20% off that first box. The Box of Awesome gift is a great idea this season. Boxofawesome.com or rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. We go to Drew in Brent, Alabama. Hey, Drew, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you today? I'm good. How are y'all? Fired up and ready. I, I'm, a, I'm a trucking supervisor. Uh, been one for about seven or eight years now. Uh, we were up 20 trucks at one time. And anywhere from 60% to 75% of my drivers at one time were African-American. Yep. Uh, uh, not according and, to And, and that's a good job. And I was, I didn't care what color the skin color was. When I had an empty seat, the guy that could fill the job got it. So let me ask you this. It's just you had so many uh, at one time that were driven by African-Americans. 
did you get complaints from them that they felt like that uh, uh, over 55 white drivers were treating them uh, terribly? No, no, we, we did not. I mean, there's bad people no matter what. Of course, of course. I'm talking about like something that would lead to the statement that was just made by MSNBC. We're not talking about individual people who, no. who don't know how to act. Yes. This was if, if 55 and older white guys that voted for Trump treat black drivers bad. No. Yeah, okay. Well, thanks, yeah. Drew. You, you would think they were yeah. You would. Well, she did yeah. some research, right? Uh, <laughs> let's go to Chuck in Cincinnati. Chuck, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Hey, I wanted to thank Helmsy. I watched my Octopus feature this weekend, oh my God. and I loved it. I thought it was a great show. That's a weird right, show. What? Right, octopus so teacher. I'm an octopus teacher. This what? is what. Um, this isn't that thing where a guy had a relationship yes, with an octopus. It is. It is. It is, it is. No, we talked about this a no, long time ago. Yeah, no, that's, yeah. that's weird, Chuck. We, yeah. That's, no, it was good. No, there were no, lines that know. crossed between what the you, beast what world. What do you mean? What is the deal? Oh, here? Bubba. Bubba. We talked about it before. You've yes. forgotten to protect yourself. Yeah, Please you. don't do not do it. No, Look at me. No. Just act like you never heard it. Okay. Well, there's a turn at the end. It's it's strange, but it's 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 don't even nice. Make a noise in your ears. As far as just the what you see underwater and how it okay, all works. Buddy. No, but then but weird. then when he started getting emotional with the octopus. Bubba. I tell you. Hey, I mean it and he starts to I mean if you're gonna get emotional, where do you look? Yeah, they're so ugly. I mean, hey, he let it climb all over him. Oh, uh, sure it did. I'm just telling you. Set on his yeah. little chest. It's hey, a tiny little thing. Hey, I thought it, I thought it was. There's moments where a, a line is crossed from the animal world to the human world, and it felt really strange. You know, if he'd go fetch or something, you know. Yeah, yeah what's he going to be do? funny? Bubba, it's like you fell in love with it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to leave it okay. at that, and you okay. need to stay away from it. Do not watch this. <laughs> this is Octopus Teacher, right? Yeah. No, he taught him a lot no, about life. No, no, this is he, this, and, 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 and that's some you, weirdo. There, you know, we we take them for granted because you know we see them, the pictures. But I mean, you talking about something that looks foreign to, to, oh, sure. to our planet? Yeah. It yeah. would be that. I mean, yeah. if you found that on some other planet, you go, oh, well, yeah, there you go. <laughs> but you know, Alien, you, you know. know how you're watching something and you think, well, okay, this is me. I like oh, animal yeah. documentaries. That's all this is. Mm-hmm. That's what. What is he? Whoa. Mm-hmm. Well, he's getting in the middle of the night and going out there and laying around talking to what? <laughs> what in the that world? Weird one. <laughs> oh my god! He, did he bring it flowers? It just got it just got weird. It just got real well, weird. What did they <laughs> eat, by the way? Don't don't. Oh, don't Bubba. What's an octopus eat? Clams, uh, stuff in shells, yeah, and stuff. Right, a little bottom feeder. Well, they yeah. got. I mean, they got plenty of hands to hold it. That's yeah, for sure. Well, don't let one of them hands be out in the open. Oh, I know. They got that beak. When some predators come by, get you with that beak. I got a beak. I know mm-hmm. you do. They sure do. I don't care well, they can really it. blend in with things too. Yeah, yeah. So you're all, good you're all getting away from the weird part of it, and that's fine. Yeah. Well, no. If I'm going to watch little... a, if I'm going to watch a documentary about an octopus, I'm not going to watch one where guys having a, a relationship and is falling in love with one. No. I ain't watching that. No, well, no, that's where it got weird. But the fact yeah. that it, with this, little, yeah, yeah, that's where it got weird. That's the end of the, the subject. with the suction cups and everything, and it it's, it starts grabbing rocks and rolls up like it's a rock. And at one point, at one point, <laughs> that's he's, cool. at one point like he's that? got it. He's got it all over him, like he's like, yeah, okay, now. It's, and it's, 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 it's crawling on. He's like, it's, awful. it's over the line. Crawl on my shoulder. <laughs> crawl on it. It's over the line. Octopus teach Ricky taught him about life. Oh, I'm just looking at his little eyes. Feeling sad and stuff. Little cracking's what it When he is. was jealous of the male octopus, I thought, nah, what is that, going are on you here? Serious about that? I think you made that up. No, you were not that. Listen yeah. to what he's saying. <laughs> Come on, you're not taking it there. <laughs> so I didn't it's take weird it there. enough as it is. He took it there. How about when he went down he finally found it because he remembered me? No. Mm-hmm. No, it didn't. And you know, all this did all, all I can think about is how weird his son probably is now. Oh god, yeah, he, oh, you yeah. know, he pulled his son into it. Yeah. Austin and Auburn. Austin, welcome to the program. Go ahead. 
Morning, guys. How you guys doing? Hey, we're great. We're just fired up. Doing well. I'm uh, traveling from Auburn to Birmingham on Highway 280 today. Mm-hmm. Uh, technical radio radio question for the experts. And uh, <laughs> I, you know, I flip Mount Silicaga, flip from the I-92 to WZZK. There's about a 15 minute delay. I just wanted to know if you guys what uh, could explain why that happens. I'm just curious. Yeah, 15 minute delay. Second, 15 seconds. Yeah, nice oh, okay. Well, they're different paths going goes. to different stations. Go. There's a wasted rig and bubble shirt coming in. <laughs> go ahead. I thought 15 minutes was pushing it. Yeah. 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 Wow, well, segment a, behind. Right. That's yeah. a quite a delay. <laughs> yeah. If, uh, probably, We're still some bubble at this yeah, point. One, one station <laughs> is probably <laughs> getting fed over satellite, and one's getting fed on a direct fiber feed. Yeah. So, okay. so there, there's your I difference. Was, Put that in your pipes. I was more surprised that uh, it was the delay on the on the home base. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's all about. The, it's just all about the encoding you know good, and decoding time. Yeah. And you all only got to put up with it for fifteen seconds, and then you're good. <laughs> <laughs> right. But that's a good question, Greg. People yeah, have is. questions. It is. <laughs> We're worth calling. Well, you can't watch some this octopus documentary and act like this guy's. You know, got that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. So you're right. still over that part. Yeah. I just I don't know how y'all let that go. I, I, I had I looked around. And said I don't think I should. Be I here, do man. not want to play with an octopus. No, no way. No. You wouldn't have an octopus teacher. No. David in Chattanooga, oh. Bubby taught you a lot about life. How about this? Get on the no, land. And, really. Hey, get on the land. Breathe oxygen, and you can teach me. That's true. Yeah. Uh, knock knock on my door and let me answer. I'll, clearly, I'd rather <laughs> learn from the beagle teacher. <laughs> the beagle teacher. <laughs> I don't want to have to snorkel to be taught. That's yeah. a fact. Uh, <laughs> David in Chattanooga. David, go ahead. David. Hey, go ahead. Yeah, uh, you, uh, how'd you look back over your shoulder? <laughs> How y'all doing there, baby? We're good, Three David. Hundred. Hey, thanks for the call, buddy. <laughs> so you said you are a 50-plus-year-old white truck driver. Oh, no, he's going to be mean. Uh-oh. He's going to be mean, not very helpful. Uh, I'm not mean. I was just going to tell y'all. Mm-hmm. I'll listen to that CB all day long, and I don't hear anything like that. Yeah, but that doesn't make I, you. I've met some good drivers out here, and I've met some bad yeah, yeah. I bet yeah, he's a little bit. I doubt any one race has got yeah. the market yeah, cornered I, I on either one. I think there's probably more a brotherhood of hey, we all have a really big responsibility with this truck out here, and mm. we're trying to get our load where it's supposed to be on time, and we need to help each other out. Kind of what I, the the feel I get from it. Reed mm-hmm. in New Mexico. Reed, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Ain't, ain't a dandy in the bunch. Why not? Good morning. Hey, 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 thanks for the call, New Mexico. <laughs> What's on your mind? Me and my wife, we're a commercial driver. We don't drive big trucks. We drive RVs and deliver motorhomes, mm-hmm. fifth wheel driver trailers, stuff like that, all over the nation. Uh, just like just like that guy said, you got good and you got bad. Some people give, some people take. But uh, the the worst. We have come across as being the most rude or the you know, what I would call the foreign truck drivers. Uh, they are uh, very rude, but as far as the black, the white, any other ones we meet at truck stops or at rest areas, they're very polite. You know, we talk about loads, uh, where we're going, the best route. Mm-hmm. So you, like so you that. don't you don't see this as a problem in in, 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 in the trucking community. I know MSNBC <laughs> is trying to make it a problem, but yeah, but, MSNBC's got a lot of problems, Rick, in other areas. Well, I've too. talked to three. You know what well, I like? Over fifty five, they most voted for Trump. What what's that got One, to do with not anything? Many people saw it to begin with. That's the first because yeah. they created a cartoon world. That's crazy. How about here's what I like to say about truckers. 
red, yellow, black, and white, they are all precious in his sight. That's mm-hmm. right. That's there it. you go. There we go. Let them truckers roll. 10-4. 10-4. 10-4. 10-4. 10-4. 10-4. 10-4. 10-4. 10-4. 10-4. 10-4. 10-4. 10-4. 10-4. 10-4. 10-4. 10-4. 10-4. 10-4. 10-4. 
So, but so you're going to show me how you spend gonna it. it. We're going to have open accounting so everybody yep. can see how you're spending it. Guess what? That guy disappeared. Yeah, they weren't counting was, on someone to actually yeah, offer the money. He was going <laughs> to end world hunger for $6 billion by taxing everybody. Elon says, I got it. Yeah. Guy disappears. Can't find him. So really, the, the guy never came back and said, well, here's no, how we would do it. No, no. he wouldn't, Rick, because he can't. That's right. It's just another scam. Tommy Sharp. El Scamo is what sharp. that is. El Scambino. That's it. Uh, Greg, who, be sharp. Greg, who is Gavin O'Harrell E from Happy Days? Oh, Happy okay. Days. Okay. Oh, no, Rick Chuck. Chuck. You that's, remember, that's nobody Richie's older brother. Chuck. He was in like one season. Well, they'd show him walking through the house eating an apple. Remember every they now portrayed and then. him as real goofy? Yeah. He was he, big, big he basketball only, player. I don't think he ever said anything. He just walked through the house but every now and then. No, it seems like I remember there was a Christmas one and they had a basketball obviously wrapped up. And, and Richie picked up and Chuck said, hey, you might break it. <laughs> yeah. No, it <laughs> so this is Richie's older brother that we yeah, never why saw. Why did around. they do away with him? I don't know. They did. They did away with Chuck. He's, uh, he's, he's dead at 70, and uh, they're saying he was a wonderful actor with a long and distinguished career in film, television, and theater. I don't yeah, know he, he was in a lot of other shows, but that was one he just – I don't yeah, know if I'm that like was early that, in his career or what. You can't but he really just, call him a Happy Days character. Well, that's how it is in the headlines. Well, he, he I know, was. but you really can't. I mean, he was on the show, Greg. I mean, how do you not he call him that, He was not on the Not enough. Even when he was on the show, he wasn't on it. Oh, he, we're about to get Bubba's attention. <laughs> he was in a bunch of stuff. He was in a James Bond film, Never Say Never Again, 1983, opposite Sean Connery. Yeah. What? I, I, he was in a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Superman remember. 3. It was one of the – remember the three came back to fight Superman? The villains. Yeah. The villains. Star no. Trek Voyager. Yep. Great. Death Wish 3. Uh, I, what's his name? <laughs> uh, I, can't I can't pronounce, pronounce the last yeah, name. He's so famous, we don't know who he is. Greg, he's one of those people. You, you know, another one uh, here, speaking of celebrities, yeah. that, that I thought was kind of weird, Britney Spears, who finally has got her money. Now, I think she's still crazy, but she's got her money. She's, you know, she's grown up. She can blow it if she wants to. She now <laughs> vows to sue her father for abuse. Oh, yeah. Oh, Look, really take your money and go Yeah, on. after you got your your 13-year conservatorship taken away, you got how many, what was it, $65 million or whatever? Can't you just go to the house? That's what's wrong with people. Yeah. The, just, hey, go to the house, Brittany. Who cares? Get over it. Well, All you're going to do is spend a bunch of money and end up losing a bunch of money dealing with this. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? Look they forward, are... Brittany. Look forward. You yeah. know what it's turned Free into. Free Brittany. Yeah, free beer. <laughs> you know what you know what it's turned you know what it's turned into. We've seen this a lot in celebrity. Leave me alone, leave me alone, leave me alone. Hey, I'm still over here. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Guys, right. when they went, I was watching when they made the official whatever the other day, and they're interviewing people who are outside, you know, on her behalf. How can someone be so passionate about a, somebody they have they don't even know at all? I mean, if they yeah. get squalling, I'm just we're just so glad this has happened. Mm-hmm. Extremely it, feminine guy it, doing it's, it. It's well, called Greg. It's, it's called weird. I have no life. Right. Just weird. I have no life. I live online. The passion they have. I probably have a pet was, rock. Mm-hmm. You know that kind of thing. I watched it's that stupid. octopus documentary. Yeah, <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was really touching. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and Rick, some news that I am excited today, and I want to end on a high note here. Uh, it looks like the Spice Girls may be in talks to, for a world tour in 2023. I printed that just for you. I knew you, I knew you would do that. Who's all in four, and who's out? All four will be in on this. Hold one. up your fours. Didn't they try well, this? It says Victoria Beckham joining them for one show. Didn't they Hold try it. this a couple years ago? Wait a ago minute. And they, and they couldn't Hold work the it press. Out. Hmm. It seemed like. Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. So, they, wow. so they take Getting four. Getting them to agree on anything. So they either. take four of the five and they drop a five in on one show? Uh... 
It said everybody back, and then the subtitle here said uh, Victoria Beckham joining them for one show. So I don't mm-hmm. know, four piece. I don't know. We'll have to look into that, Rick. Bubba, they're saying for you that the 2023 tour will be bigger than 2019. <laughs> <laughs> well, good news. <laughs> Did you catch the 2019 when you didn't make it? No, I didn't make it. I didn't make it. The one I saw was, God, when was it? I forgot when it's been it was. A, it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a minute. It has. It's just funny, though. They, It doesn't matter how much money they made, all of them end up going, wow. Yeah. Went through it a little quick. Well, mm-hmm. it, really, it runs out. It does. Well, Let's see but, how quick Brittany runs through hers. Right. Yeah, yeah that one might be light speed compared and, to some and, of them. And you know, the, I know nobody's going to swoop in there and take advantage of her. No. Yeah, I feel no, like no, we're no, going to see stories where Brittany is investing in like really weird stuff. You know, you know what I'm saying? Every con man alive is going to get a piece oh, of Oh, the amount of Bitcoin they've already sold her. <laughs> you know what? Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's, Every con she, man alive. She's got, she's got cryptocurrency just written all over her. Oh, my God. <laughs> and she won't keep up with it, so she'll lose it. No. Yeah. You can't find the CD anywhere. Cryptocurrency all about it. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.